People, people, welcome back to live from the 715. I'm your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow, and my voice is back. It doesn't sound like Macho Man, and I'm kind of disappointed in that, but we'll give you a little recap on night two. Hollow had to leave. Yep. Because one of the DJs he hired is a piece of shit. Yep, and I never talked to him again. (laughs) And that bird, bird. But fucking can't even talk. Bridge is burned forever. Bur- the bridge is burned forever. I hope, I hope he's in. Hope he gets goat. <laughs> I hope he ends up in uh, Desert Valley with his Tesla car and ends up running out of battery power and gets eaten by coyotes. <clears throat> yeah. So Hollow, for those of you didn't probably don't know, it was day two in the morning. We were doing the podcast right after the podcast. He gets a text from the guy who's supposed to DJ. Uh, birthday party for him around here says that he's not going to do it and he's not going to do any of uh djing gigs for him again after at I, the last fucking minute after i booked it for him otherwise it was never going to get booked yeah because i knew i was going to be gone and i brought it up to him because he said that if i ever needed any help he had his own equipment he'd be more than happy to help and yeah he ended up fucking me over so needless to say feeling like shit Saturday so next morning. year, nothing's getting booked yep. the weekend we're going. Um, me and Robert went out for a while while Dino nursed his hangover. And then uh, then I, we went back because I needed a fucking nap. But So we, me and Robert went out just looking for a place, and we just started driving. We didn't even look for – we found this place called Ida's. It's like a little sports bar. It was fucking awesome. Like, they had uh, – they had like a fake. They had a couple real uh, NASCAR hoods on the ceiling. Yep. And then they had the fake cold trickle mellow yellow hood, the black really? one with oh, the from Days of Thunder. Yeah, and I was like, "That's fucking cool!" Like it was the old school, like a side panel. No, or... the hood. Oh, the hood. I'm sorry. Okay. So uh, I know, like at Eagle River up at Sweetwater, they got some NASCAR hoods on the ceiling. It's sort of angled down at you. Um, you know, the way the roof slants. So they had an old school uh, cold trickle. Tom Cruise from uh, Days of Thunder, Mellow Yellow Hood. And I was like, I want that. What What's his other one, the other sponsor they had in the movie? Superflow. That was it, Superflow. <laughs> yes, it was like black and purple. They had a real Superflow one there, not from the movie, that pink fucking piece of shit yep. that he drove in the movie. But there was an actual, like, beat up Superflow uh what is it like mufflers or oil uh i think it is filter or something yeah. like that uh but they had one on the ceiling from there too and like a i don't know jeff gordon or somebody uh an old dupont one tony stewart or something no it wasn't dupont so but there was a 24 so i don't know i don't follow nascar yeah well enough to know all the guys numbers let me out of the car Cole. let me out of the car yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking nicole kidman yep. i'll kick you out of this car you crazy psycho bitch. Um, so we went to Ida's. <laughs> it was funny because we're like, we should get something to eat just to fill our fucking bellies for drinking. And he got, Robert got a taco salad, and I got the nachos, and they were the exact same thing. Except, <laughs> I, 
Except I had melted nacho cheese on the top of mine. But his taco salad wasn't like a taco shell. It was just nachos on the bottom and then lettuce and everything. And then mine was exactly the same except with nacho cheese poured over it. He's like, fuck, I should have got the nachos. I was going to say, yeah, because the nacho cheese sauce makes it taste that much better. <laughs> I'm just, they're back in the kitchen like, fuck, we've been had. They're going to find out our secret. Nobody's ordered the nachos and the taco salad at the same time. I thought they took the taco salad <laughs> off the menu. Son of a bitch. So, but then it was raining that day, all day, and golfer there must have been a big golf tournament down there and this is why i hate golf the fucking stereotypical loud obnoxious drunk golf guys started piling in like they own the place and the you know just that stereotypical dress like fucking Payne stewart and act like an asshole and get too loud and drunk that was every single bar we went to on saturday just asshole after asshole. I'm like, Robert, this is why I hate golfing. Because these are the type of people who golf. Like, 90% of them. And it kind of ruined our fucking supper club experience, too. Because the same thing. It was towards the end of the night, and they were just all sloshed. And it's like, you're having a conversation with a guy two feet away from you. Why can I hear it across the fucking supper club? I know exactly every word you said. Because you're dumb and loud and obnoxious. It was a par of four, four ten. I went over the green on that hit. Yeah, you know, you know, have you ever played this course? You know, that's a really good course. My <laughs> so fucking drowned you. So I, so I bought this brand new $530 uh, Callaway driver, right? And the thing goes, it goes it's got to go at least about 350 straight. You know, I went down to the Ping Factory and uh, I was talking to the guy at all. Uh, <laughs> Fucking shut the fuck up, so every took, single one of you. took my kids uh, putt-putt golfing right now. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It must be a bunch of pussy-whip guys who get let out of the house, and then they're just like they're, a fucking kid at recess, like, ah! Yeah, it, I mean, I golf, you <laughs> know that. Holy fuck, I, I golf hate too, those guys. And you, I do see not a lot, of, well, I mean, especially around here, but I one thing I have noticed, especially in the summertime, like if we go golfing, and then there's a lot that actually are not from around here that go golfing. Oh my god! Um, if there's a group of four or six, just yep. fucking walk away. And you you're, can you can hear them. Yeah. Like if you're on the front nine, you can hear them all the way in the back nine. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought golf was supposed to be the quiet sport where they hold, hold up the uh, sign that says Did you? Uh, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> so um, <laughs> I don't know if you've been uh, getting uh, or if you've ever heard of this. So they. A company came out with a remote control golf ball, okay. and you can control it with your phone and app. Well, anyway, yesterday during one of the, or Rory McIlroy, he was on the putting green, and one of the spectators took their ball and put it on the green and started rolling it towards the whatever, and you can hear Rory go, what the fuck is this? Uh, you know. And so finally he's trying to grab the ball, but the ball's going away from him because the guy has the remote control on the app. And finally he grabs it, gets a hold of the ball, and throws it into the pond. Good. So I don't even know exactly how much. I, I'd seen them before. Like they, People were talking about how these golf balls have come out now, but I don't know how much a golf ball there is. There must be like a, just a counterweight in them or something. Yeah, and then it's, uh, <clears throat> you know. I'm, you know, you Bluetooth it, I'm assuming, right to your, you know, from your phone to use the app. What a fucking useless item that nobody needs ever. No, it, yeah. <laughs> but that's the type of shit that a fucking guy who golfs all the time would get because he's dumb. 
He's loud and obnoxious. So you can get one Fuck on face. Amazon for $25. It's called the Smart Cord. No, wait, I'm sorry. Joystick. Uh, it's a joystick-connected golf you ball. you a joystick? Yeah. Yeah, a waste of money. Yeah. I'm glad Rory threw it in the drink. And then, they, it, you know, it was all over then. It's like Rory McIlroy chucking a remote-controlled golf ball in a lake is the most outrageous incident with a fan we have seen so far. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure guys have thrown punches before. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's not the most outrageous ever. You know, one thing I do... Fucking clickbait articles in their headlines is so stupid. I one hate thing I, I hate, like, when I... I like watching golf every you now and then. You should be able to when reply it's a, when to it's a major, headlines. Like, when it's a major, like, the four majors, when it's either St. Andrews or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like watching those, especially if it's a, the final round and it's competitive. But one <clears> thing <throat> I hate is when somebody goes, like, one of the golfers will, uh, you know, off the, dr- the tee box, he'll drive... And you'll hear Bubba Booey. Yeah, or just any stupid shit. Yeah. One guy was yelling potato salad or I don't know. I want to hear some guys. But say, those are the guys that I'm talking yeah. about. The golf be like, aren't I funny? And it's like, no, you're a fuck face. No, you should have the guy. You're the only one who thinks it's funny. Fucker in the pussy. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, that was the cleverest thing I ever heard of. Somebody should give you a TV show. <laughs> Fucking dummies. Yeah. I'm glad he threw it in the drink. Speaking of drinks, today's are brought to you by Bubbler and Tito's. You know Roger Clemens drinks Tito's and Bubbler? I did not know that. What? Apparently it makes you an all-star. Go check out our <laughs> social media, Instagram, Facebook. What would you do? Take a picture of Roger Clemens <laughs> next to it? I may have. <laughs> so go, so to our, go to our social medias on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at live from 715 there's no the in that it's just straight live from 715 our email address uh, is also live from 715 at gmail.com get in connection with us we're uh we got over 100 fans on facebook now and followers i'm gonna do a little something special i got some plans in the works for some merch and when we get to 150 followers might give away something. Gonna so do go a tell a friend. Go tell them to follow us and listen to us. and Random generator. All that shit. Oh, yeah. I'll just mark everybody's name down next to a number and do like a random generator. Whatever number comes up. You, you were just talking about uh, Roger Clemens, you know, enjoying the Tito's <laughs> and loves Bubbler. It. And could you imagine him doing a exclusive <laughs> ESPN Plus like uh, interview? And he goes, you know, back when I was on the roids, I didn't know it was really me. But then all of a sudden I went and got therapy and help, and I realized after having Tito's and Bubbler, <laughs> it was me I all need. along. It's the only thing I need to become an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of baseball, well, you know, we, I, we didn't – I don't know if we talked about it last week, but I showed you the uh, – not the video, but I think I showed you the picture of uh, Marshawn Lynch. You know, oh, yeah. he got pulled over. He was riding on his rims on his Porsche 911. What rim? It was <laughs> yeah. gone. Oh, it was gone. And uh, I just watched then Friday night. I watched Marcelo Zuna, who is an Atlanta Braves outfielder. I heard something happened to him. Yep. And I watched his O-Dub video from Tuesday night. And holy shit, he was so hammered that I think he was actually speaking English. <laughs> like inadvertently? Yeah. Like he, he was calling the cops poppy. No poppy. <laughs> <laughs> But holy, he was he was shit faced. I didn't get well, to. Well, Marshawn Lynch couldn't even move. <laughs> he, was, he was sleeping in his <laughs> yeah. fucking car. 
you had like two young cops that were just sort of fucking with him for a while, and then like the older like cop came around, he just fucking yanked him right out of the car, and I was like, "Go, oh, come on, man, <laughs> give him some skittles, he'll be fine." Skittles, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be fine. Could, uh, yeah, could you? <laughs> they bring out a. Uh, do you have any drugs in the car? No, man, just skittles. <laughs> yeah, like boxes of skittles, and be like, "This is, I don't know." You should be arrested for something here <laughs> besides the drunk driving. Oh, yeah, going back to the Wisconsin Rapids recap. Mm-hmm. So we went to Ida's. That was cool. But then we we're like, Ugh, let's go downtown just to check out the bars. They weren't open till like 4 p.m., but we just did a drive-by to On see. On a Saturday? Really? Yeah. The downtown bars aren't open till like oh, okay. 4 p.m. All There's so many bars in fucking Wisconsin Rapids that... The downtown uh, area where there isn't much parking anyway. Is that right? That was, and that's right before right on the, the bridge? River. Yeah. Okay. But, like, a bridge down from where we crossed to go to the uh, Gentleman's Club and Square Bear. Square, square Bear. <laughs> square Bear. Square Bear. <laughs> Walk in and just, Square Bear. Hey, it's Square Bear. I love Square Bar. Um. But then we were like, well, let's go out like, towards the edge of town where the supper clubs are so we know where it is, and then uh, there's got to be a bar on the way. Sure enough, there was a bar on the way called Critters, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty cool, divey, like, really dark inside bar. I was like, this is fucking perfect. Like a circle, circular horseshoe bar, almost like an oval old guy bartending. They had a George Strait Bud Light neon sign that I'd never seen before in my life. I put it on my uh, uh, Instagram story last week, or maybe I took a picture of it or put it on Snapchat. I don't remember, but I saved it because it's fucking cool looking. Then I won 100 bucks in their weird machines. You want to talk about weird gambling machines? Yeah. That one had, it was like you were sitting in an office chair on a, you know, against a table and there were five machines, all like those square box ones, yep. like just, just tabletop the, the ones. Tabletop ones. And the one Robert played was, I mean, the max bet on it was eighty cents, and uh, he, he didn't. He just kept. He's like, I'm so sick of this. He just kept right because you find yourself yeah. like a half like, hour to do an hour, and you're just yeah. And he's like, I'm still at eight bucks. Fuck you. <laughs> so he just started hitting her as hard as he could. I had some like cowboy sheriff's game that i'd never seen before and all of a sudden i hit the bonus for a 100 bucks and i was like yep and then there was a sign on the door when we came in that said uh critters will no longer be accepting personal checks and then it was signed thanks critter (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know if the guy who owns it nickname was critter but (laughs) it just the way it was written <laughs> Thanks, made critter. it sound like it was it was calling you a critter. Like, like critter. <laughs> was that the uh, bar that I saw on your snap where there was that dog? No, no, no. That was later in the night after okay. we went to the uh, supper club. So, so after we went to Critters, we went and checked out where the supper club was. So we knew where it was. Then we on our way back, we hit Johnny's, which was right next to the Motel Six that we were staying at, classy establishment. Um. But Johnny's is a nice little sports bar, too. Something about Wisconsin Rapids, every place you go has pool tables. And a couple of them have, like, 
eight pool tables. Square bar didn't have an, a pool table. That's because you can't fit another <laughs> bar stool in square bar, let alone a pool table. Oh, shit. The, the one bar we didn't get to go to, which is actually like more of a pool hall, they got like a dozen pool tables apparently. We didn't get to go to that one, that four stool short. So next year we got to go to that one first. Um, but yeah, Johnny's was cool. But after that, I'm like, dude, I need a fucking nap. And we went, he's like, yeah, me too. So me and Robert went back to the hotel. Dino was still sleeping. <laughs> it was like two in the afternoon. And I was like, oh, the original Ocean's Eleven's on. I'm going to, I'll just lay down and watch this for a little bit. Fucking all of a sudden, my alarm was going off. Like, I hit like some deep REM sleep, like, out of nowhere. I did have half a gummy, too, while we were drinking. So that might add something to do with that. Um, but then I felt fucking refreshed. And we hit the supper club. So here's our little supper club review. Now, here's the review for <laughs> supper club of the month from live from the 715. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> so the branding iron in Wisconsin Rapids where we went. And let me tell you, best ambiance of a supper club that I've seen yet. Um, it had all like old school dark wood uh paneling for the like the the fucking walls <laughs> you're talking about wood paneling yeah wood paneling on the walls like old school like the dark stuff not like the light knotty pine bullshit like dark black walnut like and it was real it wasn't like like old barn boards kind of but it was i mean it was just it was like black walnut okay um and they had like old school, like logging shit on the walls, like saw blades and two person hand saws and uh, those log jammer picks. And anyway, and all their ceiling um, fixtures were old school lanterns. Uh, it was a really cool ambiance and everything, and they had like fucking yacht rock playing the whole time. It was like oh, awesome. It was all like Billy Joel and uh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck is this? Back oh. in uh, Steve Woodward. Steve Woodward. David Hall again. Hall and Oates. Yeah, it was all shit like that, like classic seventies soft That's rock the kind of music. I like. Yeah, so it was you know, but again, there were fucking drunk, obnoxious golfers in there. Sorry to ruin things, and there was a new bartender that was being trained so yeah it kind of the service kind of sucked at the bar but and she, she wasn't like there was no sense of urgency by her she was an older woman she was just like i don't give a fuck where's this where's that and this other lady was busting her fucking ass trying to actually get people served and train her at the same time so i felt bad for her but um yeah that older lady she just didn't give a fuck she was watching the TV like half the time. It was like diners, drive-ins, and dives. And she's like, oh, I recognize that place. I was there. It's like, bitch, I need an old-fashioned. <laughs> uh, and they had a weird, like, Robert commented on it, too, when I was talking to him. Their, like, mix for uh, making an old-fashioned was like, there was something in it, like cinnamon or something. It was almost, it almost tasted like uh, something you drink during the holidays, but as an old-fashioned. So, we couldn't put our finger on it. How I thought it? it was cinnamon. It was still good, but it was, 
it was sweet and maybe it was like nutmeg or something. I don't know. But it tasted, it reminded you like of a holiday drink or something. I don't know. But it was still good. It's just, and Dino drink bush light. Uh, he <laughs> he goes classy. You know, I have the thing I like and I'm going to stick to that till the day I die. <laughs> so, and, but they were cheap. The drinks were cheap. Um, it was only like three fifty for a. It's not bad for yeah for at, a supper club a, for a supper club. But that was the cheapest thing that we I paid was for. Because <laughs> uh, then we oh you have to walk around to the side of the bar. I said right away, Robert. I'm like go over there and sign up. He's like oh, I think she's signing us up. I'm like I guarantee she's not. Just go over there and sign. He's like well I'll wait till we get our drinks. You know how fucking Robert gets. Yeah. Where he's just like won't do the thing you're telling him to do when you know you're right, and he's just like, oh, I'm going to see. It's like, what are you going to see? And then 20 minutes later, 20 minutes oh, later. Oh, you were right. You, you, uh, she, she didn't uh, put Yeah, she down. didn't put us down automatically. No shit, because she doesn't know if we're waiting for someone or if we're eating at all. You know, should have done it myself. But anyway, eventually we got seated after like an hour, but that's because we pissed around for 20 minutes. Um, and we went at apparently the busiest time of the day, like between five and six. Cause oh, when really? we came back out, the bar was empty. And when I say empty, it was empty at seven thirty. Really? So we should have gone later. Um, so Robert got the, it was like the JJ special, which was like an eight ounce tenderloin smothered in mushrooms. And like, I think there might've been, uh. Not blue cheese, but uh, what's that other? Feta? No, it wasn't feta. Gorgonzola. Okay. That's what it was. And then like baked potato, and they had an awesome salad bar. Only place we've gone to so far where I saw they had one booth in the back, and it was cool. It was like the old school supper club booth, mm-hmm. and it was that same like dark wood. You know, I'm like, God damn it. When you sent that picture, it looked like really dark, especially over there, like... It'd be one of those every night. <laughs> it looked like an, like an old English pub where you'd meet to. Oh yeah, where you'd meet to you know hash out the details of a assassination. <laughs> so I told the blimey, get a fuck off. <laughs> but every table, instead of having a netted candle, they had a lantern yep. for the candle, which was really fucking cool. Now, was um, it a real candle or was nah, it battery No, it was operated? one of those flickering battery oh. ones, but it was still awesome because yeah. it was a old school lantern instead of nothing. It was, you know, pretty dark back there, but yeah, two tables away there were these fucking obnoxious golfers. Fuck, I hate them. I hate them so much. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Robert got this uh, tenderloin special and baked potato. The salad bar was awesome. Uh... Dino got ribs and steak, mm, and those ribs, ribs were pretty tender, awesome. Like falling off the bone? Yeah. I mean, not like you pick up the bone and they fall off, but they tear it away from the bone cleanly like they're supposed to. And he said they were really good. Um, and then I had a porterhouse, medium rare. But that they didn't have a whole lot of other things on the menu. Like, it was a one-page menu. So... I mean, it'd be cool if it was like, hey, you want a 
Well, maybe they have it where each night's a different menu. So, like, you know, Friday nights they have, like, their full fish menu. No, no, because I went on their Facebook page and looked at the menu, and it was the same thing. Oh, was it? it? Was a front okay. and back menu. You know, on the front was steaks and seafood, but only shrimp and scallops. I'm surprised that Robert and didn't get the uh, sh- the steak and seafood. You, that's what he always gets. Maybe he did the get surf scallops and turf. with. Well, see, the whatever that special was. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just had that in the baked potato. I had the porterhouse with like a cheesy potato thing that they made, just because I didn't want to get the same thing as everybody else. It's pretty good. Um, drinks were good. Food was good. Cooked correctly. My medium rare was actually medium rare. I think that might be the first time that that's happened. Because usually you have to always order below. Usually one I order it. rare and it comes medium rare. Yep. Um, but I was like, ah, whatever. I'll order it medium rare. It came. It was great. So they knew what they were doing. They were cooking. They weren't rushing you at all. Uh, just, well, of course, just those fuckers that were loud. <laughs> they weren't rushing you, like you said. You could tell when you got done, and you saw the bar was completely empty. Then, yeah. So they, um, they, <laughs> we're not rushing anybody to. Get so seated. I had the most expensive steak. The porterhouse was like twenty-two ounces. It was forty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah, by far the most expensive place that we've been to, but. The ambiance was so fucking good that I didn't mind it, but Robert and Dino did not agree. Um, because I think even Roberts, you know, the eight ounce whatever special was like thirty five, thirty eight dollars. That's quite steep yeah. for us. And the ribs were like thirty five or thirty eight dollars. I mean, that's I understand inflation, but holy fist, fucking Sally, that was three of us was one hundred and thirty bucks, one hundred and sixty with the tip. That is just crazy. Yeah. So. It gets knocked points just for being so fucking expensive because there was another supper club just down the road, so it's not like you've got such exclusivity that, and you don't have like a crazy awesome menu that warrants that type of. You only cook like four or five things. It's like maybe it's like one of those things where you could go to a certain place and there's a strip club on one side of the street and on the other side across the street there's another one but one is the one where it's the suit and tie strip club and the other one is where they got the trailer parks well, in the back and you know this was this was neither <laughs> this was like you know polo shirt type attire was the norm yeah. there was one guy in a suit but it looked like he was a fucking funeral director. <laughs> he was off in the corner was, with like three other people. It looked like was they he just... the one sitting by that booth by himself? <sighs> no. Yeah, maybe it was. Holy shit! I don't shit. remember. But yeah. when we got, he was sitting in the corner at the bar with like three other women in like black yep. dresses. So it, yeah, it seemed you, like yep. they came from a fucking funeral. Funeral. Yeah. <clears throat> All those three girls were the mistresses, and he was the funeral director <laughs> giving them a deal. <laughs> Let me comfort the widows. Yes. So, um, but they did have after-dinner drinks, but I had to ask. It wasn't like It wasn't where they had it on the menu? Yeah, they didn't have anything, like, out. They had, like, the one cool thing they had was a giant rack on the wall with, like, whiskeys. Okay. So they had some premium whiskeys, like, very expensive. They had one shelf that was all scotch, one shelf that was all Irish whiskeys, which I was like, fuck. I should, but then I looked at some of the brands and I know how expensive they are by the bottle, and I'm like, I'm not you even could just fucking imagine what they were for just a yeah. shot. Order like two fingers, you know, and a two fingers neat. Probably 
Probably a $25, $30. Probably a $20, yeah, $10 a shot, probably. Like Red Breast 15 Year was up there and a couple other ones that I have had before. Yeah, and then the top shelf was like really high-end rye whiskeys. So that was really cool. And they had a whiskey list and a wine list like on, you know, those little pamphlet things that are folded up on the bar and at the tables. But no ice cream drinks or after-dinner drinks, but I asked, and they had them because I saw that they had a... That blender or whatever it was. It wasn't is. a blender. It was like almost like a stand mixer. Because when we got our drinks, it was mm, a lot of ice cream. <laughs> it was almost like a, a malt. Robert got a grasshopper, and I got a golden Cadillac. <laughs> Not to be confused with the golden shower. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Christ. You just ruined my appetite. Yeah, see, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Golden Cadillac has uh, Galliano in it and something else that has a anise flavor, like that black licorice flavor, which I'm not that much a fan of. Kind of like never Sambuca? Well, that's like it's like drinking fucking Fleischmann's for yeah. <laughs> an anise-flavored uh, black licorice liquor. Fucking Jägermeister is better than that shit. <laughs> Sambuca is the worst. Yep. Anyway. But it was just subtle enough that you were just like, oh, yeah, on the back end when you get the ice cream down your gullet, tastes a little bit like black licorice, which that's fine. If it was overpowering, I would have been like, fuck, I shouldn't have ordered this. But I never had one, so I wanted to have one. And I did. And it was good. And Dino had a bush light. <laughs> <laughs> At least get some ice cream pour that bush light over the ice cream, yeah. huh? Well, and... <laughs> They brought out ice cream in, like, one of those old-school Schwann's. Oh, uh, So it was, like, high-end ice cream that they were using for the drink. So points to that. But uh, I texted Robert. He was supposed to be here, but he had shit going on. Um, He gave it an 8.5 just because he was that pissed at the prices. He's like, there's no reason for this. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, the old-fashioned's were good, but... There's nothing special about them other than their mix. And then, yeah, he's, he didn't like the service. Um, so he gave it an 8.5. Dino gave it a 9. The ambiance for me took it to such a high end that I gave it a 9.25. So that it averages out to an 8.75 for the Branding Iron in Wisconsin Rapids, which is our second highest score. What's the first right now? Hillcrest, Hillcrest? at a nine. Hillcrest got now. Okay. Let me double check our scores for those who are keeping track. I've got it down on my phone here. Antlers has a seven in Bondwell. Geno's in Black Creek got an eight. Hillcrest Lodge in Townsend got a nine. Hidden Valley in Hidden Valley Supper Club in Caroline got an eight point five. Classics in Shano got a seven. And the branding iron now has an 8.75. So, yeah. Hillcrest so, is... Hillcrest is still top dog. Yep. But, as long as we're talking about it, why don't I grab the bucket? There you go. Get and it. let's uh, choose next month. For September. Do you remember? If we pick Eagle River or something, we got to repick. Because <laughs> I don't have any vacation left. Yeah. <laughs> and bear hunting's coming up. I got to tag. So. When is bear hunting coming up? Like in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. And you yeah. took off a whole week for that or no, but 
Torchlight and Shano. Oh. Hey. Hey, look at that. Just a like, nice, nice little hop, skip, and a jump down the road for us. I just went there a couple weeks ago. Oh, God damn it. Now we can't go. <laughs> no. It's really good. <laughs> so the Torchlight and Shano, stay Dick, tuned. Which is now called Dixon's. It used to be Anello's, and they sold it. Uh, whatever. It's still Torchlight, though, right? It's called Torchlight, yeah, but it's just uh, Dixon's Torchlight now. I worked for, or worked with a couple Dixon's up on the res. Maybe they're related. It could very well be. But, yeah, I've actually never been to the Torchlight even when it was in Ellos. Really? Yep, in my whole lifetime. Were you in the old one before it burnt down? Nope. Oh, wow. Well, this will be a first for you. Yep, never been to... I was never a big uh, going out to eat guy. This one thing that's nice. My parents were definitely never going out to eat people, and I, I think what's going to be nice about it then too, in a way that we're going in September. So a lot of well, I wouldn't say a lot of them because there's going to be some that are still going to be around, but a lot of the tour or some of the tourists, you know, they usually leave after Labor Day weekend. So we have September, where. You know, it's got a nice size bar. I can tell you that. So there'll be more than enough room, and it has gambling machines. So. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so we got it figured out. So, September. Um, Also, um, I wanted to, uh, I have a, a surprise for you. It finally oh, came in. Surprise. I didn't want to tell you about it, but well, I I'm did going say, to. Well, go ahead. I, I did say that I, I've got a merch idea that I'm going to get them. And, uh, By the way, that tab investor, I saw a shirt kind of like that. Yeah, I told you. Stick 100 to win 20. Yeah, it's tab, that drink Wisconsin. Bar tab investor. Yeah, that's why yeah. I, I'm not making that shirt. Yeah. But I'll still make the Shake of the Day shirt. Yep. Or the one that just says Shake for One? Question mark that's on the back. That's a good one. But we'll make some of those for our uh, fishing derby. Go get the surprise. I'm, I can still talk about this other merch idea I have. And uh, we'll get it for the... Oh, this is a t-shirt Tell me something good. Portland Company. Hey, a good old-fashioned Beantown Entertainment t-shirt. I got 99 problems, but the DJ ain't one. Yep, there you go, bud. Yay, yay. Perfecto. It's right size, right? Nope. But I'll lose some weight <laughs> get into it. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck. Whatever. Um. Now I got a goal. <laughs> Remember how you? I'm try- had- I told Robert I'm trying to get rid of all the carbs and sugar in my house, so I yeah. go back on keto. And naturally, you wouldn't just throw it away, right? You got to eat it all. So I've been eating ramen for the last two days. <laughs> well, there, that has something for you to shoot for then <laughs> to know, fit into that shirt. No problem. I'm sorry this, about that. I, this I, time I, next year, I'll be fitting into this motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. That's that's your goal right there. Yep, I'm going to hang it over my bed and I'm gonna yell at it every morning. Wow. Like, I don't want to do DDPY yoga. <laughs> uh, and then I'll make my coffee, and that'll be my meal for the day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> coffee and Marbreads. Yeah, I'm going on, the, going on the old cowboy diet. Yeah. Fucking coffee or cowboy coffee with the ground still in it and uh, a couple marble reds for breakfast <laughs> i have the same thing for dinner that's it <laughs> so did you end up happening to see on social media stuff like that so there was a, i don't know if it's a theme park altogether or not but it's in detroit and they reopened the slide kind of like how bay beach has a slide that big blue slide but 
Detroit had one that has been around forever and they reopened it and people were taking videos of the slide and it literally looks like it's old, um, kind of like aluminum siding. Okay. That they used for the slide and it has like little humps, you know, as you're going down and people were like, damn, you're falling off it and people, and they didn't shut the ride down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to show you right now a video of it, and you can just, you know, you wait till you see this. You will be uh, utterly surprised. You should post it on our uh, Facebook page. Yes, I definitely will. So go I check th- that out. I hope everybody got goat. <laughs> <laughs> just reopened. Should, oh, yeah, it was be- uh, Belle Isle. Where Belle, is that? Belle Isle. It's uh, just outside of Detroit. Well, I mean, what do you expect out of Detroit? I mean, I'm surprised they even have water to have a water park. <clears throat> Got to have this rip around and ready to go, bud. Giant slide. Speed issues. So they're hightailing it at Mach 1 going down this water slide. Yeah. I'll find it. Go check that out on our Facebook page, but yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, just look it up. It was in Belle Isle, and a bunch of people on social media and stuff like that were posting nonstop videos, and people are just getting thrown around. They have those old hacky sacks that they're, you know, they put on to sit on and just getting <laughs> – you can just hear their heads hitting the fucking – like the aluminum side like as the slide. And I thought, oh, my God, that – Kenya McCady loves summer on Belle Isle, but he says fun turned to fear around noon for his kids. <laughs> the speed became an issue on this massive slide. Fucking ads. D- I wonder if anybody's actually bought anything from an ad they've seen while they're trying to watch a fucking YouTube video. I'm watching it, dude. Oh, I was going to show you this is right from one of those. What did they make that slide out of? It looks like corrugated aluminum. I don't know. I think these guys are fucking pussies. That looks fun. (laughs) Well, maybe if they knew how to fucking... You're supposed to go backwards, aren't you? Lay your Uh, shoulders back and go down? Yep. They were all kind of... uh... They were bent forward, which kind of gives them their weight and yeah, gravity it's towards hurting you. Euphoria. So every time you hit one of those humps, it's throwing you airborne. Yeah. If you just laid on your back, you'd go, you know, like a slithery snake. Yeah. But whatever. But it's after fucking... after that did happen, they're like, ah, everything's fine. People, get up here and enjoy yourself. We just reopened this. Everything's if, safe. If I opened it or if I owned it, I'd be like, quit being such a fucking pussy. That would be my social media response to their parents. Those parents being like, it's too fast. Be like, sorry, we don't raise pussies around here. This is Detroit. I like that right there. Because obviously everything in Detroit falls apart anyway. Oh. Well, I watched a documentary once called uh, Deconstructing Detroit. It was fucking sad because what they – it was uh, all the car manufacturing plants in – detroit it like showed some footage of you know when it was in its heyday and everybody was making when money it was, booming. it was just awesome then it showed like you know this is what 10 15 years ago they're deconstruct they're taking down all these plants like 
piece by piece and shipping them down to Mexico to rebuild. Because doing all of that and paying Mexicans nothing to build cars was cheaper than leaving the plant where it is and having Americans have jobs. So that's part of the reason why we're in the state we are today. That is true. Fucking cunts. All greedy. Almighty dollar. I like watching those. But that's uh, a good documentary. Go check it out once. It's called Deconstructing Detroit. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of watching on YouTube. I'll watch. Uh, there's usually some guys that will. Uh, I uh, I have to remember exactly. Once I'll look in and I'll remember his name and I'll let you know. But he goes on these ventures to, you know, he's been to um, the Mennonite community. They let him in. Um, <laughs> we got you, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. um, he's actually, he, he goes, he went to uh, Compton and did like a documentary. He's a white guy, but, they, you know, he just wanted to show exactly what's portrayed versus what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ended up... Uh, I'm going to guess he went before the sun went down. Yes, that is true. <laughs> um, but then he uh, he went to Texas. Okay. And the sheriff, uh, he's never been able to uh, be able to interview and write, do a ride-along while doing his documentary with a, a border. Well, it was like the southern tip of Texas. Right sheriff Mex- or border agent? Uh, sheriff. Okay. A county sheriff. And he rode with him, and he took him along, whatever, and they um, it was right up against the Rio Grande, and uh, he show- he wanted to show exactly what's really happening. He was showing all these uh, border patrol, um, uh, more or less the checkpoints. Yeah. Um, all of them shut down because they don't – nobody wants to work for him because, you know, the government is more or less, hey, come over here. Who you know, Don't listen to them, mm-hmm. you know. So the county sheriff was talking about how the uh, one of the uh, few of the uh, patrol checkpoints, they're only open one day a week. And he goes, why do you think they're just coming over here nonstop? Yeah. And then he goes to um, check the um, the borders around our area that I have in my county. He said it's 193 miles. He says we only have three cops and only one of them is actually in charge of it a day. Because we can't get enough people, so we have to give them their time off because they're working like 16 hour days. Yeah. yeah. And they're only getting paid, you know. Yep. But they, he, <clears> it was pretty cool, though. 25 bucks an hour. He uh, had a brand new GMC truck, all like, you know, like Texas Ranger kind of looking, you know. And Dude, it said it, this this truck was solely uh, bought from the, um, the money seized from the cartel. It has right on the back. I would too. But you can't tell me that because he's so fucked that he doesn't play the game. Oh, you know he, he I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, "Hey, you're you're obviously you know to my government officials." I'd be like, "Hey, I'm fucked down here. What do you expect out of me? You better fund me." And then I'd use the fund money to get all cool shit. Yep. And hire like maybe one more person because the money they give you is not going to be enough anyway. It's not like they're going to give you enough money to hire ten people. No. Um. So yeah, get a fucking nice well, and truck and be like, I can only do so much. And I'd I'll, get that job in a heartbeat if I lived down there. The one thing that they are doing now, too, I'd be I, sleeping I, in I my just, truck with a bubbler and Tito's while Mexicans <laughs> run by me, and I'm just like, don't run so fast. You're gonna sprain your ankle. Uh, uh, I I noticed then too on uh, TV. They've been talking about how now they're trying to bring up uh, uh, an action or whatever. You know how the government is. Nobody 
fucking really gives two shits about anything as long as they're getting their money from donors and stuff like that and not really doing the real shit. So right. now they're trying to have them try to look into why only 25% of the that PPP or whatever the hell was that oh, payment the protection loan? yeah. loans. They're yeah. trying to figure out why only 25% was actually cashed in while <laughs> the other 75% went to millionaires and trillionaires who yeah. have not done anything with it oh, and yeah. wondering why they had it. So it's like, they, they the should failure. only yeah they should only gave those the qualifications for those loans should have been like it can you know it can't be the loans can't be more than like five hundred thousand dollars for small businesses right you can't give out loans for fucking three four five million fuck those people who live in ugh, whatever i always said the civil war is never going to be if a civil war ever broke out it'll never be between Republican, Democrat, it won't be against religion versus religion. It's going to be people who live in cities versus everybody else. Yep. Because people who live in cities just think everything takes care of itself. And people who live out in the country who actually fend for themselves and hunt for meat and grow their own fucking gardens, those people would die if, like, a solar flare hit and there was no electricity. Those people would just die. Yep. They'd, they'd turn into fucking uh, Lord of the Flies where they kill each other and, you know, <clears throat> rape and pillage. Kind of like the Purge. I can't get any... Oh, it'd be worse than that. I mean, the Purge has already started somewhat. No, it's not. Well, it's not, not a game. I know it's, I know it's not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> it's, it's, not, not a game. it's not authorized by the government. Well, not yet. <clears throat> Well, then I'm going for our government officials first. I'm going to have to start playing video games, like maybe with uh, zombies or stuff like that, figure out the best way to take down people. First-person shooter. I'll just... I'm trying to think what I'd actually do. Would you sit on top of your roof and peg them off one at a time with the sniper rifle? Not in Bondwell. No. (laughs) I'd go to higher ground. Well, how about <laughs> like, the old IGA store? My not in Bondwell. Like I'd go to my parents' house because they're already on top of a giant hill. And then you would have like booby traps. So oh, you bet, Home Alone <laughs> style, micro machines everywhere. <laughs> could you imagine that the only thing that could have stopped everybody from trying to pursue their criminal activity towards you was the micro machines and a couple paint cans right in the face. <laughs> And don't forget about the uh, the uh, and a loudspeaker be like, keep the change, you filthy animals. <laughs> oh, fuck. Nah. Well, you never know. That's what I'd do. But yeah, I thought that was actually kind of interesting, though, that this guy he went to because um, he wanted everybody just to see, you know, because everybody, you know, well, everybody yeah, believes media, tries to believe the media. Well, the media needs something salacious, so you'll watch it. They try to put it doesn't your, matter if it's real or not. They try they to just, put your life in panic. In well, fear. yeah. Have you have you ever heard the fucking music that even if it's good news, they're like dun 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 dun. This just in. This just in. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like oh Christ, I gave I made my heart palpitate for a second with the music. Thought the president died or something. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's gonna be partly sunny today. <laughs> Did you end up watching? Uh, I, I just another question I have. Did you end up watching Free Guy at all? Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. What did you think of that? That was pretty good. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I watched it last night. For the, I, I was like, wow. Maybe for, someday for, you'll get a water, get around to watching Moonfall. <laughs> Shit. 
fuckface. You could have texted me last night and reminded <laughs> nope, me. Nope, I'm done reminding you. That's God. why I kind of wanted Robert on today so I could make fun of you and him and I could talk about it. And oh, did he watch it? Then you wouldn't have to watch it. But Did he watch it? Oh, yeah. He watched it before I did. Oh. And then when I finally did it, I'm like, you watched Moonfall, right? And then I went into bitching about it and he started laughing. So I'm like, this should be a thing we do on the show for content. But like I said, if we if we had another followers, like, and I was like, uh, you know, in the winter here, if you don't feel like going out, just sit here at home with a couple drinks and watch on Amazon Prime has a watch party. So you could have like all our fans. We could all watch it together and then talk about it on the show the next week. Or actually, if you watch it on a Saturday night, you could talk about it the next day on, on the podcast. podcast here. Yeah. But we're going to have to switch up our schedule with podcasts with football coming on Sundays. Badger games to, on Saturdays. Might have to do it on Friday nights or Saturday mornings. Or Friday nights, most likely, look, is yeah, what Friday I'm thinking. Nights, yeah. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah, going back to our recap of Wisconsin Rapids. Yep. Um, so after the uh, supper club, we went downtown to, I think it's 2nd Street, right on the river. There's like four or five bars right in a row. So um, I decided to stop drinking because the cab situation was so fucky the night before. Uh, so I just took half of my other half of the edible I had and... <laughs> We went to Holly Rocks on 2nd Street. We parked right there and just walked to the next bar, next bar, next bar. First bar on that corner is called Holly Rocks. It's really cool. Like, if you go back on our Instagram, you can scroll through. I took pictures of uh, the inside of it, but it's like a two-level bar when you walk in. There's, like, little stairs to the right-hand side, and then the bar wraps around this whole area and they've got like the short seats on that side of the bar where it's just like a office chair and you're right up against the bar and the other side has bar stools and we sat on the bar stool side but then on that platform behind those short stool uh bar chairs is where they have like live music if they have live music um and then there's a doorway to a back bar which is a continuation like you actually see the there's like an open space where the bottles are that the bartender, you know, grabs from for her to walk through to the back bar yeah. area where there's pool tables and like, what else do they have back there? Pull tab machine, something else. And <clears throat> on the walls, they have all like music themed shit. They had like a Beatles poster and Jimi Hendrix poster and uh, like 70s rock stuff, Leonard Skinner all over the place and there's like a saxophone hanging from the ceiling um so it's like a music themed bar and then over by the machines where the bathrooms were there was another room that was a game room they had foosball in there they had two pinball machines and something else that was wasn't like buck hunter may uh might have been the golden tea okay but cool little and like Leather, like, uh, you know those old school restaurants or bars that had the leather seating up against the wall? Yes. And then they'd have a table with chairs on the other side? They had that wrapped around the back end with a couple little tables to set your drinks and stuff. It looked like it'd be a really cool smoking room or something. Um, But with the pinball and stuff in there, you couldn't do it. Uh, plus it wasn't outside but anyway so that was a cool bar but we left 
after one beer because it was filled with critters. Now, you would think the bar critters would have critters in it, but the bar critters, the average age was about 65 years old. So it was, uh, no. This place, let me tell you, no less than 30% of the patrons were on crystal meth. uh uh, it was it was bad a group of four of them walked in and sat at those short bar stools and they could barely sit in them and they were just twitching and fucking laughing at nothing um very uncomfortable and then there were two guys by the machines that robert and dino were playing that said this guy's fucking crazy because he just kept like talking in the middle of a sentence to him like they had no idea what he was trying to say or what you know he was getting at they just sort of nervously nodded their heads and been like i think he might stab me so i'm just gonna smile and nod my head <laughs> but he put like three or four hundred dollars in the machine they said so when he walked away like robert or Dino went back and won like 80 almost immediately oh, okay uh but we only stayed there for one or two they had a nice big open patio area but it was raining so people were just standing by the door on the outside there to smoke but i peeked my head out there it looked fucking awesome so when we go back hopefully it's not raining and we can hit that bar again and hopefully there's no critters because that's the only thing that made that place bad was the patrons but it could have been just an off night where we just drew them in uh so then we walked to the next bar lucky's on second and just a little hole in the wall bar like i don't know it was weird it it almost seemed like it was a it should have been a comic book shop or something like kind of a musty smell and there were some dartboards in the back i didn't see a pool table but they had a dj playing so maybe they pushed it off to the side where i didn't see it but then they had an old school ski ball machine that had like sound effects for beer bottles. Okay. So when your balls came down, it was like a bunch of bottles clinking. And then, so we played that for a drink, all of us. And then we played darts for a while. And there were two people there, critterish, but not weird. Like they were, they were critterish, but they, they weren't on drugs or anything. They were just sort of weird. Nice, but weird. Uh, but they were glad we didn't play darts against them because they played one of those internet machine darts against like some people from somewhere else in the country yep and their names were already programmed into the fucking thing like through the internet and they were hitting triples every fucking time like they're playing I forget what they're playing 301 or cricket cricket but they were beating the ever-living piss out of everybody me and dino and robert were playing bermuda triangle or whatever Mm -hmm. i went up there first darts like it's what 15 is the first uh Uh, number that it usually hits i believe it's all yeah you just gotta hit so i throw my first dart triple 15 next dart triple 15 next dart triple 15 (laughs) i hit three three triple 15s in a row and then on the next one, 16 or 17, I hit two triples in a single. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm on. I was up by like 100 points. Then I fucking missed all together on one, and I was, Dino was beating me. I'm like, god damn it. But then I 
recovered, but still at the end, all I needed was one bullseye, and I would have won for sure. Yeah. And then I lost by 20 points because I, I was like one hole away on two darts from hitting that bullseye, and fucking Dino beat me. Robert had like negative six points. <laughs> <laughs> So that was it. Was a cool little bar. They ha- they must have had like a pizzeria or something, like a short order uh, pizza oven and everything when you first walked in because it smelled like pizza dough. And they had big, um, you know, like those old school. You look through the window and right there is where they're making the pizza. Yep, that's what it looked like. Except the window was too high. You'd have to be outside on a apple box, fucking looking inside. But the whole first part of that bar is like for making pizzas. So I don't know if they did carryouts or anything, or but it smelled good in there. That seems like a, that's a that's a big thing. Well, a lot of bars now versus what it used to be, where they would get uh, the distributor uh, frozen pizzas. Now a lot of bars they make the pizzas themselves because it's a lot cheaper, cost efficient. You know, I mean, what, it probably cost the bar maybe two dollars to make a pizza, mm-hmm. and they can charge eight dollars. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's one thing I did notice that a lot of bars around are starting to, you know, make their own pizzas. It's not if all it takes is a little elbow grease and it's a very little uh, cost on your end for ingredients. Yeah. It's basically water and flour, a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar. Because I mean, and then it, if you add your own little twist on it. I mean, if you're adding your cheese and your, you know, pepperoni, the sauce, I mean, per can, if you get one of those big cans, you probably could make five, six pizzas out of that one can, you know. Yeah pepperonis i mean you can fill up the pepperonis on that six pizzas so altogether, let's say that that costed you a total of let's say 10 to 15 dollars but you've got a profit of like maybe 50 60 dollars dude next time we go down there on the way back when we stop at that gin and tonics the first place we went to i saw her making I a am pizza definitely getting one of those pizzas i saw she, her making we stopped there on the way back an too. elder oh did you oh did you? and on sundays guess what they have what uh, well, I'll get to it when okay. I get to the rest of my story, because that's the last part of the story. Okay. But their pizzas, I definitely want to have one because they looked so fucking good and they smelled so fucking good. I saw her making one on Friday when we stopped. Holy there. shit! That yeah. an Elderon. Yep, Jen and Tonics. I put it as our first stop on Instagram. Go check that out live from Seven One Five. Yeah. So uh, after Holly Rocks, we went to that Lucky's on Second, and then this next bar is probably the coolest bar we've been to down there. We only stayed there for a little while. We did recognize the uh, bartender and uh, must be the manager of the strip club who walked in, walked by us. We sort of gave him a nod. At least I did. I don't know if she recognized uh, Dino or so. She must have not been working that night. But, okay, you walk. These bars are all lengthy, long when you walk in because it's, you know, city bars. And it's they're, they're not wide, but they're very long. So... You walk in and there's immediately a stage to your right, um, but they didn't have any bands playing. And then there's tables on your left, and then the bar is towards the back. And it's all brick walls on either side, and there's a mural painted all the way along the wall. The first part is Johnny Cash with his iconic giving the finger towards you, and it's from floor to ceiling, this mural. And then there's like some cigarette smoke, and then it's James Dean... Uh, playing pool with a cigarette in his mouth and the smoke keeps going and it's like a cityscape that wraps around the back. It looked fucking awesome. And they had like an old school like leather couches 
lounge right in front of the stage area and then a pool table next to that. And <laughs> they had a a bull pity there who was the coolest fucking dog. Like it was a bulldog shape, you know, pit bull, one of those almost toy pit bulls. It was short and squat and big, you know, muscular. And everybody was playing fetch with him, and he'd just come around and investigate, see who he are, but not mean at all, and fucking just a big baby. I forgot what they called him. They might have called him Cash, like Johnny Cash. But anyway, he was coming around every once in a while, and he humped a couple people's legs. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just a happy fucking everybody pet him Probably dog. the one time he actually gets to go gets to go out yeah I, well i wonder if he has to be the one drive home dude in my next <laughs> life i want to be that pit bull. i want to be a bar dog is what i want to be <laughs> there's a few bar dogs that are around here yeah but i mean on a regular basis i want to be in my next lifetime if i come back i want to be a bar dog or else you're like blue moon where it's a bar cat that <laughs> that one is ill referred to as el gato <laughs> that fucker owned the place if you got out of your bar stool it jumped up and kept your seat warm <laughs> or it was looking for the warmth on the seat where you just sat yeah. more likely but i don't know if it was deaf or not but just didn't give a fuck about you <laughs> this is my place <laughs> like a bodega cat yeah um so we stayed there for one we watched the end of the brewer game they won um, and then we went to the next one, which was way too fucking busy. Whiskey Rapids Saloon, where Dino almost got in a fight. What? Uh, well, I'll tell you. So we go in, and it's fucking packed. And the first thing I notice, it, it reminded me of an old uh, college bar when I was working in Platteville and hanging out in Platteville with my buddy Ryan and living with him and Blake. Um, I'm trying to remember the bar. They had musical acts once in a while. Shit. The fuck was the name of it? The big claim to fame was they had Coolio play there once while I was down there. <laughs> so, uh, but it was all brick, and the bar was really long. And then in the back they had, instead of a stage, they just had pool tables and, like, machines lined across the back. And then, but that's what it, it was so packed, it reminded me of, like, college days where you go in and everybody's just stupid drinking and bars full you can't sit anywhere right they must have had some sort of dart tournament going there that's the only thing i could figure out because there were so many people standing by the dart lines and kept throwing darts there was a guy in a windbreaker a blue and pink windbreaker with a fucking uh who's the college football linebacker who got his ass ran over by bo jackson brian uh not brian boitano <laughs> brian boitano was a skater i know uh you know who i'm talking about yeah. though, right uh okay how about vanilla ice had a vanilla ice dolph lundgren that's oh. a dolph lundgren in rocky three that's the haircut this guy had he was wearing a blue and pink windbreaker i'm like he belongs on the set of an 80s ski movie <laughs> like like this is my mountain bra <laughs> like that's what i expected to come out of his mouth it, he was loud and obnoxious too but it's so like walked right what up the to him fuck ben, like, like he was wearing the matching pants like he might as well have been wearing a zuba's outfit except it was blue dude and pink. i liked you in hot tub time machine but god you were a dick in that movie 
dude, I remember you in ski school. You remember when Kathy Ireland? Was, uh, oh my God, ski school, yeah. Ski, um, yeah. So we went there for a while, and there was this old bar fly sitting on the end of the bar. Two bar stools to her right, one to her left. But there were a couple tables against the wall, so I just went up there. I was it was my turn to buy a round, and we were gonna sit at the table behind us. And so I go up there to buy a drink, and she's like, "Oh, you you guys can sit here." So she moves all the stuff in front of her, four bar stools over, and we sit down on the corner. It's me, Robert, and then Dino sitting next to this old lady who's just trashed and fucking obnoxious. I wouldn't be surprised if we would have stayed there longer if she would have took him home. <laughs> uh, and maybe 55, 58 years old. Ah. You know, right in, her, right in her prime. Yep. So all of a sudden, this fucking guy, big uh, Dago mustache, comes over. You're in my seat. What the fuck? And Dino's like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, oh, no, 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 I fucking let him. He was over at the gambling machines the whole time. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't know. But he didn't have nothing sitting at the bar. Well, she moved it all over. We thought it was hers. So she and she only had like uh, and it was only like a cell phone where he was sitting and like another bottle of beer. And she must have gave that back to the bartender because it was sitting there for so long. So we didn't even know anybody. And we're like, what? And we're like, okay, we'll fucking... And then he kept, like, jarring with Dino, and we're like, dude, we'll just fucking leave. We don't like this place anyway. But he was, like, incoherently drunk, so you couldn't reason with him. So I'm like, dude, let's go outside real quick. Not this guy, like me and Robert and Dino. Yeah. Because they had a back patio. Oh, dude, I wish it was nicer out, but it was raining. Their back patio was so fucking cool. They had a big horseshoe bar with like all made out of brick and TVs were still on back there from the baseball game. So we were watching that and like they had a number of tables and everything was covered. It was, and you know, so we weren't getting rained on. I'm like, dude, could you imagine sitting back here? If it was nice out, just getting bombed, like, you know, watching the fucking sunset across the river. That'd be cool. So we got to go back there, but outside if it's nice out, but then we as we were sitting out there, we looked across the street where that four stool short was, and a gang of critters came out of there to smoke. <laughs> and we were like, maybe we'll just skip that. <laughs> we'll go there early next year when we come back. So so we were sick of that downtown area, so we just went back to the strip club for a while. <laughs> but not long. We only right. stayed like an hour and a half. I couldn't drink at all anymore, and I was going to drive anyway, so I was like, I tried drinking a monster. That didn't work. So I'm like, give me a water. So I put some money up, and she's like, waters are free. So I drank like four waters and tipped like a motherfucker. Oh, there was a girl that showed up. My God, she belonged in a rap video. Not a black girl, but Robert will, well, I'll. <laughs> the other patrons were will attest that she had the most amazing fucking skills twerking skills and just a perfect ass but she, we i went to sit up there and all of a sudden she grabbed some some sort of liquid and rubbed it on her hands and then rubbed it on her inner thighs i'm like what the fuck she could swing around that pole acrobatically like you wouldn't fucking believe holy shit she was impressive like 
you weren't even like, God, she's going to fuck that. You were just like, holy fuck, that's impressive. Here, have a dollar, young lady. You know? <laughs> like I said, I think I might have mentioned it once before. There's some girls who you're just like, she's so fucking beautiful and hot. I, It must be what, like, art goers see a painting, and they just, they're like, that's so fucking beautiful. I get it. <laughs> she's like, like a Van Gogh. Well, like, you might see a perfect set of tits, and you're not, like, ogling them at all. You're just like... They're so beautiful. <laughs> you know, you, you're actually appreciating them. Mommy. That's how it was with this chick. I was just like in awe of, like, holy fuck, you're, you're something else. I, I wouldn't even, I just like put my dollar up there. I didn't make her fucking shake her ass in front of my face or nothing. I was just like, you're, you're just, you're just swell. <laughs> and I talked to that other girl I was talking to the night before. So we yeah, chit chatted for a while. Was she there again on Saturday night? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think she moved. I don't want to blow up her spot, but I think she moved to the area, so she's a regular. Okay. That's what she was telling me, because uh, she's got a couple kids that live around there or something like that. That was the one was uh, the one that pulled the the handgun out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go for the winners. Um, <laughs> but no, I could easily see being like. If I lived in that area, that chick would eventually be one of my best friends. <laughs> and I would never go to the strip club because I'd be like, ugh, my best friend's dancing. <laughs> but once the, once the fucking club shuts down, fucking come over for a campfire, let's go to the tavern, we're going to have a good old time. I could see that. Anyway, so we went there for a little while and we are like, ugh, let's get out of here. Because it wasn't like, we'd been there already, so... Other than seeing that one girl work the pole, I mean, we're everybody said hi that saw us the night before, and you know, just had regular old fun. None of us were really drunk because of the night before we were so fucking drunk. Um, and then we went back to Johnny's because Dino wasn't there when we went there the first place. Oh, first we had to go to a quick trip to get more cigarettes because. Robert was bumming all of Dino's cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. That's Robert one thing. stopped smoking. Did you know that? But if there's no, anybody he... that wants to bum him one, he'll for sure take it. <laughs> I, I, he fucking Christ, yes. He had he to easily have... bummed a pack off you two easily. over the weekend. I so, didn't. I didn't. I, I was like, I thought you quit smoking like a while ago. I did. But I don't know. I like to just have one every now and then. I, I'm going to make myself another drink, so keep I just, talking. Yeah, I just quit smoking. Or, I mean, I just quit buying them at the uh, the healthy price of like ten fifty, almost $11 a pack now. I'm oh, just a leech. Yeah. Which, uh, so, I mean, because we're going to go back on the, the rapid story. Um, this morning, I watched one of uh, the movies I haven't seen in a long time, and usually when you end up watching one of those movies you haven't seen, you, you kind of just get tuned in to watch it again. You remember the good old movie, which I thought was an excellent character in that movie, too. It was a hell of an actor, Juice. Tupac. Do you remember the movie Juice? Yeah. With um, Omar Epps and uh, Tupac? Yeah, Tupac was on the verge of he finally became a bad guy at the end, like a real gangster. Yep. So uh, there's a part in the movie. He's sort of psychotic at the end, too. Yes. Uh, that's i think that was his first acting gig i i, I want to believe that it had to have been like at least like a co-starring role yeah and uh there, there's a part in the movie where you know they're underage and uh 
they needed smokes and it's like four guys hanging out. It's like, it's your turn. You got to go and get smokes. And then he walked into the bar with the old um, cigarette machines in the bar. And it had the price of the pack of smokes on the, uh, on the like big, huge print. Yeah. 250 for a pack of smokes back then. I would do that. Like uh, if I ever won the lottery and built my like, you know, private club uh you'd have those members old, only i'd have a old school cigarette that, machine in there. the old pole ones yeah well i know where there is one in a building that's not currently being used the frontier <laughs> really she had an she filled that thing with cigarettes no. because she made she would charge at the time eight bucks a pack which was two bucks more than they sold at gas stations but during hunting season, she had to restock that thing three times. Oh, people didn't. Yeah, they they wouldn't care. They'd be like, you know, I can either. because okay, you people smoked in the bar whether it was legal or not. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> because right. it's way out the fucking middle of nowhere. So mm-hmm. there are ashtrays everywhere. But if a cop pulled in the driveway, Katie was quick to grab every single fucking ashtray and be like, "Put out your smoke, you fucking idiot!" Yeah. <laughs> Um, Don't ruin it for everybody. Now, even though they got shut down, does she did she still own the building? I don't know for sure. I'm not good enough friends. I think, uh, well, her daughter's so young that I don't know if she can take it over or not. But as far as I know, nobody else, it's not been sold. So either the bank owns it or she still owns it. Okay. And when she gets out... Who knows? Maybe she'll open it back up, or I hope she does, because that'll be like a homecoming. The grand reopening. Oh my god, I would, I would go for the grand reopening. I'd take a day off work, be like, open on a fucking Wednesday. I'm taking off Thursday and Friday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, continuing on now with your rep or oh, the so uh, where did I leave off? Whiskey Rapids Saloon. Oh, we went to the strip club, and then we went back to Johnny's. Yep. And they got a shake of the day there. Or it's one shake, and you pay a dollar for your shake, and then you can have the bartender shake for you, too, for an extra dollar. And I think the uh, shake of the day was up to, like, $1,800. Holy shit. I mean, we didn't win, but we're like, one of the bars should do something like that around here. Just their shake of the day is one shake, not this quarter dollar. Wayne's would be a good place to do uh, that. That would... Help the bar immensely, especially if you get up into that thousand, fifteen hundred dollar range, and people are coming every day. You know that's still yep. even if they just come for one. But drink. It, also, it's not just any five of a kind. It's whatever the dice they roll in the morning, you know, and they put it up on the shelf. Be like, shake all fives, you win. Right. But it's there's like uh, eight dice in there, right? Correct. So if you get five, that's a free drink. Get six, that's a six pack. Seven's half the pot, eight's the whole pot. So it's not like it's all or nothing. You get a chance to win, you know, no matter what, as long as you get five or more. That would be a good shake if I owned Wayne's. I would do that, too. I wouldn't have the quarter dollar. I'd just have one dollar shake with the big cup with eight dice in it. So then, uh, yeah, we went back home, and on the way back on Sunday, ho Nelly. On Sunday, we stopped at Hoozles. I got the, uh, I picked up some merch there. I saw that. that was the other thing. Uh, I didn't see any merch at the Branding Iron, so point off for that. What do we get? 8.75 for Branding Iron for those yes. of you 
who are interested. Great place to go, but has some cash on you. It ain't cheap, but the ambiance is pretty cool. So, Hoozles. We have to go there twice. Well, unless you don't care about them. Their regular Bloody Mary is fantastic. Because uh, Robert went up there and he's like, give me a vodka cranberry and uh, something else. And Dino's like, I'll just have a bush light. <laughs> and I said, I came here for one reason, one reason only. And the bartender looked at me. And she's like, Bloody Mary? I'm like, yep, you got it. So they hand me a little page menu that's got, she's like, choose your vodka. And, you know, you can see it's either rail, call, or flavored vodkas. And at Ida's, I had a Bloody Mary with this. It's a Wisconsin vodka, flavored vodka, Trumies or Trummies. They make like the Wicked Pickle and Horseradish and a couple others. And I had a Horseradish one at Ida's. So I'm like, make me one with that Horseradish vodka. So she comes back and it's a like a 20-ounce glass. I'm like, oh, okay. And a little chaser of Blue Moon. So I drank it. I was like, huh. Maybe because we heard from a guy the day before that they have a Hoozles on the lake over there. And then this is the other Hoozles. So we're like, maybe they only do it on the one on the lake. But then I looked up, and they had these two-liter Moscow Mule cups, the the hammered copper cups for Moscow Mules. And I was like, this has got to be the fucking place. But I didn't see any of those big Bloody Mary glasses anywhere. But I, So I was like, eh, whatever, I don't know. I don't want to ask because I was hungover and didn't give a f- I was like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's just not my day. Maybe they'd stop doing it. But then she comes back. She's like, how was it? And I just said, oh, I thought it would be bigger from the pictures I seen. She's like, oh, you wanted the huge Bloody Mary. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you still want it? I can make it. I'm like, fucking A, that's why I came here. So she's like, all right. She's like, you want the same flavored vodka? I'm like, yes, I do. $40 later, they bring out the most perfect looking exquisite looking she even like when she set it down on the tray in front of me i didn't know this was the owner because she made it she came back and she's like i'm sorry just hold on we're gonna take a couple pictures because this one turned out perfectly and i'm like no problem i'm in no rush because we were over playing the machines robert won like 200 bucks on he didn't even know he hit the bonus (laughs) (laughs) but uh then I took a picture of it and put it on our Instagram if, and our Facebook. If you like big monster Bloody Marys, this is the best one I ever had flavor-wise and all the fucking food in it. She, I got Me and Robert got to talking to her then. She makes her own mix. She okay. makes her own old-fashioned mix. She makes her own Bloody Mary mix. She's actually in the works of... Um, creating a little packet like a like a crystal light drink packet of bloody mary mix that you can just dump in a glass of vodka on the go really to sell around and it's going to be hoozle's brand bloody mary mix uh but not only that she wants to sell it in a bottle too and she said the base is zing zang but then we put in you know a couple other things and she wouldn't tell me i'm like yeah i get it um but the Bloody Mary mix was fucking delicious and infused with the or with the, the horse infused rice. horseradish vodka. It was the best Bloody Mary I ever had and it was 52 fucking ounces. <laughs> How long did it take you to drink that? 
under an hour. It's not bad. Especially with, for a heavy, because you know usually... Well, oh, I didn't mention that it came with two chasers, which were pints, and I had Blue Moon. I'm like, yeah, keep it at Blue Moon. So I had a 52-ounce Bloody Mary, two <laughs> two pints of Blue Moon, plus the previous Bloody Mary and Blue Moon How'd chaser. You feel? I felt so great. I mean, didn't you feel a little I was, yeah, buzzed? Yeah, drinking all that in an hour, I was a little lightheaded and giggly. What's with you, giggly bits? <laughs> so... Uh, but talking with that owner, I'm like, she's passionate about the job. I'll fucking shout her out anytime. And I shouted her out on our, uh, on that post. You can only get that Bloody Mary, that huge Bloody Mary at Hoozles in Wisconsin Rapids on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. But let me tell you, it is fucking worth it. 40 How long did bucks. it take her to, to make that? Not that long, like 20 minutes. Okay. Um, so now do get, they have now is she okay? So the owner, uh, her is she the only one then that that does make the blame So, like, they have other bartenders that wait on. Well, I think she was things. working the kitchen and you know, so she was probably putting it together. Oh, okay. So, her and another girl were working the kitchen, and then two bartenders up front. Uh, one was sort of a go between, between like the server slash bartender, right. There was one bartender that's that's all she was doing. Then there was like a gopher slash bartender and then two people in the kitchen. And on this Bloody Mary, there were cheese curds, those big potato barrels that are like giant tater tots, uh, shrimp, deep fried shrimp, deep fried ravioli, uh, cheese and sausage, pickled beans, a pickle... I can't remember if there was celery or not. A pickled egg that was really good. Uh, like uh, those deep fried, like the munchie basket you get. Like there's deep fried cauliflower, mushrooms, jalapeno bites, or poppers. There was all of that. What else was there? Chicken nuggets. A bunch of chicken nuggets. And... It looked like there was uh, I think that's about pizza it. rolls on there, too. Yeah, there were a couple pizza rolls, but I think what, the ones on the stick were deep-fried ravioli. Okay. Um, But everything on there was delicious. It wasn't like cheap-ass dollar store, you know, Yeah. stuff. And then, like, some cheese curds and dipping sauce on the side. So, eat all that. And, and there was, like, a Oreo cowtail it was called i guess oh i gave that to i gave that robert to give to his daughter um ate all that 52 ounce bloody mary two pints of beer and she's like did you finish that all by yourself and i was like yes i did (laughs) and she's like well we don't advertise it but uh if you finish it all yourself you can write your name on the ceiling and there's a back where all the machines are and everything. They've got a big white ceiling. Yep. So she handed me a fat marker, and I went back and wrote Big Daddy in front of one of the machines. And I noticed there's not a lot of names on that ceiling. No. <laughs> so we well, figured in, it's very, it's very trying to try to. It's uh, a Herculean feat. It is. <laughs> like with Bloody Mary, because eventually your your stomach you feel full and all that. Like you you can't take any more. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you were to have, like, one or two Bloody Marys, usually you get to that second one, you're like... Brr. The mix was so good, it wasn't too was it, thick. It, it wasn't, wasn't thick. too thin. It was, 
It was, was just, just perfect, perfect consistency. And it tasted so good with that infused uh, horseradish vodka. Yep. I might try making it myself just by getting a bottle of Tito's and putting some uh, Smuggler's horseradish in it and then straining it after a couple weeks or months. How long do you think you would have to have that sit in the vodka? Two weeks minimum, I would say. Because when you make like a homemade vanilla extract, all that yes. is is vanilla beans inside vodka. And, you know, you set it on a windowsill so the sun hits it and that the the vanilla beans infuse with the vodka and you got vanilla extract. Okay. So my mom makes it all the time. And, uh, yeah, if you didn't know, vanilla extract is alcohol, pure alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody out there who's a alcoholic who needs a fix, <laughs> just go to the baking aisle just in go your to baking supermarket aisle. and chug some vanilla extract. I don't know why, but everything in the baking mm. aisle, everything's all stocked full, except we're out of vanilla extract. There's Man, a- we came through and some critters must have came, because all the <laughs> vanilla extract gone and all the Benadryl. <laughs> all these Cooking twel- up meth and <laughs> slamming these vanilla 12 extract. These 12-year-olds must be maybe having a bake sale. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we went there, and uh, I wrote my name on the ceiling. I re- if that was If I lived down there, that would be my... Your go-to hangout. That would be my headquarters because the bar owner was such a sweetheart, and you could tell she was passionate about it too. Right? Because she's like, "I'm doing this, I'm doing this," and I, you know, I'm like, as a from a cook's standpoint, like chef standpoint, I was like, I get everything you're saying, and I fucking love you. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're ever in the Wisconsin Rapids area, even if it's not Sunday, she said those big Moscow mules. There's 14 shots of whatever you want in it. Like, they make all sorts of different drinks in those Moscow mules or Irish mules or whatever mule you want. 14 shots in it. So, and there are, she said there were like 20 bucks. That's it? I'm like, how? How is that possible? I mean, the Bloody Mary was only 40. Which, are you, yeah. Two pints of Blue Moon. A fifty-two ounce Bloody Mary, and all that food on top of it for forty bucks. You got to fit. We figured there's got to be six orders of appetizers on that Bloody Mary. Let's just hypothetically say, with the amount, let's just say five dollars in an appetizer. Okay, not there's even six of them, so that's thirty bucks right there. Right. Then two pints, that's five bucks a piece. That's forty bucks right there. And yeah, you, and it's and four- then the Bloody Mary itself is you know four Bloody Marys, so that's. Another twenty bucks. That should be a seventy dollar drink. Wow. But I tipped well because that's a pain in the ass to make. But like, yeah, I've, could you? Ma- I mean, like you said though, she has the passion for it, which is good because you would go to some places where they might have. And we just were the regular Bloody Marys, and you, you can hear the bartender going, <sighs> "God damn!" It. Well, you know, yes. somebody who's like, "Yes, God damn it! Why do we even serve them?" Yeah. It's like, well, I'm making a. Anybody Mary. else want Bloody Marys? Because I'm not making them anymore. I'll <laughs> yeah. Make them all at once. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so we had that. Uh, go to our Instagram to see the picture of that Bloody Mary, or our Facebook page. It's phenomenal. I had one of our friends. They even commented on it because I got the times wrong. It was, I said eleven to two because I thought that's what the sign said. Yep, it's eleven to five on Sundays. She corrected me, and I was like, you got it. Sorry for the miscommunicado. And uh, one of our friends, Heather, 
she she lives over by Tigerton, so it's not that far of a drive for her. She's like, I fucking love Bloody Marys. I never knew this existed. I got to go down there. I'm like, you will not be disappointed. So after that, we stopped at that gin and tonics again because okay. Robert took the f- whatever the GPS route that didn't take us the way I wanted so we could stop at so that So you general. more or less went back the way that we, uh, I don't know. We didn't go back the way we went. We went weird way and then it cut over to the highway that we were originally on for Elderon. Okay. And the first bar on the way back was Gen and Tonics again. That's how far out of the way it took us stupid wow. GPS. Um so we didn't go down that one road where we could have stole some sweet corn. Yep. Um So there's like a general store type area on I forget the highway. When you turn off 29 and go down Elderon, it's like 57 or not 57. I thought it was 50. Was it 50? No, it's not 55. 52? I don't know. There's a highway. You turn off Highway 29 and you go yep. by Elderon. And it takes you to Rochelt and then eventually to Stevens Point. But one of the bars on the way down there around Plover is an old general store that reminds me of the outside of, if you ever seen the movie Lawless with... Tom Hardy and like Shia LaBeouf, that little white building that they had where you, when you walk in, there's no bar stools, but it's a bar all the way down. And then there's like some picnic tables or little tables. That's what this was when me and my buddy Ben went down there years ago. And it's still there. And I wanted to stop there on the way back, but Robert's stupid GPS took us a different route. So when we got back on that route, the only bar before 29 was that Gen and Tonics. So we stopped there again. And they had $2 old fashions on Sundays. And it was a build your own. They just put the. Uh, just the drink together. and then They you put the put... drink together and there was a bar with all the uh, garnishes yep. on there. Same thing with Bloody Mary. So it was a Bloody Mary and uh, old fashioned bar there. I had like four of them. So I was buzzed the <laughs> fuck up. That was the same with all. <clears throat> You didn't expect that Sunday to go like that, Holy did you? And then Robert's like, when we got back home, oh, we stopped because me and Robert never had been to Oak Ave before. You guys never have been to Oak Ave? Nope. So oh. we have now, though, because we stopped there when we got towards Shano because I had to piss really bad, obviously. <laughs> that much fluid in me. Um, so we stopped at Oak Ave for one, shook, was bullshit, and I was starting to really feel it then. We got back to Bondwell, and he's like, hey, you want to go to Double Vision? I'm like, fuck you. No. <laughs> I just went. I got inside. I went to bed. It was like 5 p.m. So that was the uh, recap of my Wisconsin Rapids trip. Lovely. So you'll have to do all that shit next year when we go. Yeah, and not going to be booking anything. I've already x Can't rely shit on out. people. No, you can't, especially when you own your own business. I actually had a really good talk with um, one of the guys – when I was doing the or uh, DJing that last Saturday, and he goes, you know, the one thing that sucks is he's like, you own your own business, you try to, but he goes, the one thing is, is, um, you can't count on help. Yeah. And he goes, that's the thing that sucks. And he's like, you gotta bite the bullet and you've gotta go and do it yourself. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it makes you look real bad. And I'm like, yeah. But he thanked me so much for uh, coming and, uh, you know, gave me a. Nice, nice tip. Oh, yeah. This our uh, our show today is brought to you by Tito's and Bubbler, and one of the strippers there said something that kind of irked me at the old Venus. 
she was talking to another guy right next to me about vodka. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I drink Tito's all the time. And I was about to say me, too. But then she's like, ugh, Tito's is gross. It's like rubbing alcohol. And I was about to go, in comparison to what, Fleischmann's? I mean... I, I mean, if you're if you're drinking Grey Goose, maybe Tito's is a little harsher. Guarantee but she loves the Schmirnoff. Schmirnoff is harsh as fuck. I know it is. Well, but rubbing alcohol, Tito's yeah. is rubbing alcohol. Are you fucking kidding me? You crazy bitch! I can't believe that she would actually think that. No, I mean, she said she drinks Grey Goose, and I'm like, well, yeah, well, it's smoother than fucking Tito's if you're drinking Grey Goose. A sixty dollar like, bottle of vodka. I'm like, if uh, I'm like, if you compare Fleischmann's to Tito's, it's <laughs> way fucking smoother too. I mean, Mr. Boston's is, you know. Right. I don't think you've had really bad vodka if you think Tito's is fucking rubbing alcohol. But I held my tongue and I didn't say anything. Grey Goose. But I wanted to say it here. Grey Goose is for the looks. That's all it is. Fucking French. (laughs) The French. But, yeah, both uh, Robert and Dino are in for next year already. They're like, that was fucking awesome. We're doing it again. I do know that we also have one of our buddies who went on the trip last year. When I talked to him, Yep, I talked to him at the party on Saturday. So now we need to find a sixth for next year. Oh, we could find a sixth. I'm just saying. We're going to need to take two vehicles, too. We can add Tyler. Tyler would have fun. Oh, yeah, or Trevor. Take Tyler. and We can get eight. Well, then they need to get their own rooms. Well, yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm saying. We would... But okay, so anyway, let, let's um, you know, we we went um, also. We talked about last week <laughs> in our groggy voices at eight a.m. in the morning outside or inside the hotel. Uh, we went there for the uh, ball game, and so this past week, because uh, playoffs started, then uh, the Raptors they played the Woodchucks on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday because it was a Best of three series to see who would go on to the, you know, continue on in the playoffs. And the Raptors won with Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wassa Woodchucks won on Monday. And then the Raptors won on Tuesday. And that the, took them to the semifinals. Against Kalamazoo. Or no, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Yes, Cal. No, I was looking at it. Uh, fuck. Doesn't matter. They got beat. No, it. I could have swore it was against Kalamazoo, Michigan. They lost to Kalamazoo, and then Kalamazoo went on to play Duluth in the championship and won. No. If I was correct. Well, you should have had it at your fingertips. I did have it. I can't type because I've had too much vodka. (laughs) Not Borthwoods, Northwoods. Yeah, Northwoods. No, it. I I remember reading it. Yes, here it is. Okay, yeah, I the got it. Growlers. Oh, they are from Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, yep. Growlers and the Huskies. That game was actually really good because that went into 10 innings. But so we went to that game on that, uh, that Friday. And I think what, what was the. the uh, Eight to a, a, two. The attendance was like, what, 1,200 and some, right? Yep. Or somewhere in there. So anyway, this past week, because they had all their games on their ESPN, with that ESPN Plus app, they mm-hmm. had all the games on. And they averaged attendance for those three home games that they had were at like six hundred. Well, it's during the week. People can't. People got jobs. Yeah. There's only so many diehard Bull Durham Shannon. Or, uh, guarantee that Susan Sarandon's out there. Fucking the ballplayers. Uh, Malibu's most wanted was there. Oh yeah, for sure. That guy that uh, that Friday night that we talked about on our last podcast that was like. Hey, you guys good? <laughs> yeah, leave us alone. 
He called the cab company for on our behalf. Do you yes. remember that? Yes, and he bitched them all, and we were like, and we were like, dude, we've already called, we got it handled. We they said they were going to be twenty. Yeah, to- you're not some big shot that owns the fucking cab company. You're just a guy. <laughs> but he called on our behalf, bitching to him like, "Where's our ride?" And it's like you're not part of this. Go away. Sort of like another one of our friends that people think are part of our podcast that. I don't know why he's being brought in. We just got a text message. You guys, this or that. I'm like, this guy has nothing to do with our podcast. He doesn't even fucking listen or even like our posts. He just bitches all the time. I'm like, fucking don't lump him up with us. Yeah. <clears throat> Getting pretty pissed about that. But uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about just uh, how the uh, rap is dead. You know, cause oh, yeah, diehards yep. going to the games. Yeah pretty hard to justify going on a tuesday night to yeah fucking northwoods baseball league but yeah i can't wait to do it again so definitely what else we got uh got uh got any bad news oh my god do i have some hit it well i'm afraid i've got some bad news so anyway how i figured this bad news out is this actually happened last week but um i don't know if you are on uh barstool el prez dave portnoy okay well anyway turns out that last week he posted uh dave portnoy posted said this guy looks familiar and then he went and he showed one of his old pizza reviews to where this crackhead no armed guy like in the middle of him doing his pizza review comes walks by and starts saying you know tastes good with pizza crack <laughs> as he's walking away and all of a sudden dave porno just like for 30 seconds is what the hell just happened so he goes i could have swore he got I, he's like that would explain everything the reason why i say that is this the guy that was in the video on this pizza review as he was walking by is armless well, this guy in Washington, um, Washington, Florida, a homeless Florida man with no arms has been arrested for a stabbing tourist with scissors using his feet, the police say. What was he standing on? Just his butt? <laughs> so he's stabbing him in the calves? Jonathan Dale Crenshaw, a homeless <laughs> artist from South Beach, Florida, was arrested Tuesday and charged with aggravated, aggravated battery after he allegedly stabbed Cesar Coronado, a visiting tourist from Chicago. According to a witness, Coronado was More asked, like Medellin. Yeah, was asking Crenshaw for directions when the man suddenly attacked him, stabbing him in the arm before fleeing on foot. That'll learn you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not from here. This is not what I came for. I came for vacation. I just said, do you know where this is? But as soon as I talked, the only thing he reacted was he just cut me. After being found nearly the after being found Is this guy Puerto Rican? The guy who uh the homeless guy? <laughs> no, the oh. guy the guy who stabbed. Oh, I think him with so probably. After being Crenshaw. found near the scene of the by the police, Crenshaw told officers that he was lying down when a man came up to him and punched him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Crenshaw said the police pulled. Also believable. <laughs> Crenshaw said he pulled the pair of scissors from his suitcase with his feet and stabbed the man twice to defend himself. And he said, "Why would I go and attack someone else? No, no, I wouldn't do that." Cornell said, "It's like how the hell could I? Did I get stabbed? Like at <laughs> with a guy with no arm? Especially arms. at this guy. Yes, I Aww. can't. I can't believe that this happened. So 
Crenshaw is now being held in jail on a $7,500 bond. But well, after the home. show, I will show you the video where um, he was on Dave a, Portnoy was in the middle of the review. Yeah, and then in the guy with no arms pulling a suitcase. Well, I got a couple, and I just seen one that I'm going to save for okay. next week. All right. But uh, I was reading through the news. I usually do that when I get to work just to see if there's anything sticks out. Right. And this reminded me of high school days. The headline was, Driver in Fond du Lac County, of course, pursuit evades deputies in a cornfield. <laughs> so this guy, he led deputies on a high-speed pursuit in uh, Fond du Lac County, and it was around 2.30 a.m., so he's probably drunk. He was on Highway 26 near, uh, where is that, Wapan, where they got the women's yes. prison. Uh, so a deputy flashed his lights, tried pulling him over, so he sped up, and he was on that... Uh, he went from Highway 26 to 151 and into Dodge County, Madison. Uh, and at one point, like the officer was catching up to him. So he slammed on his brakes, went across the grass median, and started going back the other way towards Wapan again. And uh, deputies were then able to deploy one of those spike strips. And the vehicle eventually stopped, but the driver got out and ran into a nearby cornfield. They got out the canine units and a drone team trying to find the driver, but he got away. <laughs> Seriously? Yep. <laughs> no one was hurt. No property damage during the 14 and a half mile pursuit. <laughs> so props to that dude. <laughs> I I remember uh, I had a little stint in jail and I was talking to a guy who had like just multiple, he had like 14 felonies. But he's like, I don't know, man. I just see the cops and I have to run. He's like, I don't even. <laughs> he was telling me one time he uh, he was on probation and there was some. He wasn't even doing drugs, but he knew that the other people in the apartment he was in were. Right. And he's like, I was on the second floor, dude. And the cops started banging on the door saying, open up police. And he's like, I just ran out the balcony and jumped off the balcony second story and ran through fucking woods. <laughs> He's like, I gotten away from Shadow County. I'm like eight for fourteen. <laughs> getting away pretty from good <laughs> pretty good percentage. Yeah. But that's why he's got eight felonies, because the other ones <laughs> all are resisting arrest. Well like yeah, I remember <clears throat> you were talking a while back. That's like the what is that? Recidivism. Oh, hey, I understand it. Cause when you're around like especially me, I live alone. So when I was around some a bunch of people who eventually become you really have no choice but to become friendly or it's absolute chaos. So guys who have been in there for like 18 months, like that first night when I was home and I went to bed alone, like nobody else alone. It's not like they were sleeping in the bunk next to me. I could barely fit in my own bunk. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's no noise. It was like the house was too fucking quiet. I couldn't sleep the first night I got home. It was too fucking quiet. There weren't fucking every hour a guard going around jangling his keys, you know. There weren't other guys watching TV just got off of third shift. It took like two, three days before I was able to sleep comfortably in my own and sleeping on that fucking one-inch thick pad on a metal frame. You get used to it real quick. And I felt like lonely those first three days because it was... I got home on like a Tuesday, so before I was really hanging out with anybody, it was going to be the weekend, so those four days fucking sucked, because there was nobody to talk to, 
there was nobody talking around me. And I was just like, I freaked out a little bit. So I understand recidivism when you're, if you live alone, there's nobody around you and you're just like, I just need to talk to somebody. I'm going to go rob a liquor store so I can go back to jail, see my friends. I understand that. <clears throat> but I wouldn't fucking do it. <laughs> I just get used to my current surroundings. Uh, but yeah, this guy got away. So props to that dude. Um, you got any other stories? Cause I got two more. Um, I, I would, I I'm going to start could... with this one. Okay, go ahead. Two near misses. This is the headline. Two near misses with a squad car result in a drug arrest in good old Shano County. Oh, uh, tribal police up on the Menominee reservation say a driver nearly hit an officer's squad car twice Tuesday afternoon, leading to deputies in a neighboring Shano County to a fentanyl and cash bust. A uh, tribal officer was passing a suspected drug house when a car backed out of the driveway and almost hit him. So the driver sped off and headed towards Shano County line while the tribal officer followed. Then they had a description of the vehicle, passed it on to Shawna County Police, who then coordinated with the Menominee County Police, uh, found where the car was, parked in a driveway at a home near Pioneer Drive. They found the driver, who was in possession of 1,000 milligrams of fentanyl, 1,700-plus in cash, uh, according to the DEA. So they got the DEA involved in that one. Uh, they say two milligrams of fentanyl is considered a lethal dose for somebody, and this guy had a thousand milligrams. Could have killed a fucking pack of pachyderms. Driver hasn't been formally charged yet, so there wasn't a name made to the public. Yeah, I heard about that. Holy fist fucking Sally. I remember because everybody... What if that... he, like, accidentally spilled it on himself? He would have just died. Because when you get skin contact with it, it absorbs into your skin. Mm -hmm. that, that's it, bud. You're gone. Smart dude. That was also another thing because I don't, uh, you know, I'm not trying to bring it back or anything. Like when I was telling you about how um, that that guy that had that YouTube documentary, and it was the one that's in Texas, you know, the the border, and he was talking about all the things, you know, just the crazy amount <clears throat> of fentanyl that they have, you know. But you want to know this is where he. The well, that's what comedian Doug Stanhope. He lives in uh, Bisbee, Arizona, which is only a couple miles from the border. Yep. He's like. Forget, like, you know, regular drugs. He's like, I get prescription drugs for nothing on the border when illegals come by. He's like, I got a friend who pays, you know, whatever for uh, his back pain Percocet. He's like, he only he has a copay of like $80 per prescription fill where I could get him a thousand pills for 20 bucks. So he's like, I just do that. He's like, I'm just helping out my friend because the insurance and pharmaceutical companies fuck you over oh yeah <clears throat> but anyway go on um but so in texas the drugs are easy to come by right and then he brought up a really good point um i just wanted to say that the the name of the um yeah the i was gonna show, tell you to show shout them out so people yeah can look them the up. name of the show is um peter fucking christ i just had peter it. fucking christ i'm gonna look him up <laughs> peter fucking christ I'll well i was damned. gonna tell you to look him up while i explain my next okay. uh, bad yeah, go news ahead. but do you have another bad news story i don't I, you know what i'm gonna keep the other one for next week okay this one i just saw so i'm gonna keep that one for next week okay. but this one made me laugh uh on the police beat on fox 11 news man who broke into wisconsin home just wanted a bath <laughs> just wanted a bath in Chippewa Falls. We got to go to Chippewa Falls. Speaking of, because they have a sheephead tournament in during Oktoberfest over there. Okay, 
that would be really cool to go to for the podcast. Like, get four people so we have two teams. Especially because I don't know how to play Sheephead. I don't know how to play. Well, you could come and be our driver then. I don't oh, know. there it is. Yeah. You do realize well, know, that Lineys is right there too. Well, it's not like you could. It's Oktoberfest, so you could go and not play in the tournament. I know that. Yeah. It's still Lineys Oktoberfest in Chippewa Falls. But this big Sheephead tournament is part okay. of it. And me and Tyler always talked about going as partners and. We get. I know Tony knows how to play. Yeah, well, if Tony can get another guy who knows how to play sheephead, then the four of us could play in the tournament. You could just bum around and drink giant steins. Come back. How's like, your game going? Do you guys fucking lose yet or what? We gotta go. <laughs> Is this <All> summer? <laughs> so, in Chippewa Falls, home of the Lineys Oktoberfest, a Minnesota man. Ugh. <laughs> who allegedly broke into an occupied Wisconsin home last week and locked himself in the bathroom, never had a, ch- never had a chance to come clean. Never a you chance. You fucking assholes. Uh, he was getting ready to take a bath when authorities arrived. <laughs> Say that the 29-year-old man from St. Paul, Minnesota, was filling up the bathtub when Chippewa Falls police answered a call of a stranger breaking into the home. Wearing only a T-shirt <laughs> that was inside out, uh, he came out of the bathroom. The unbathed suspect had an odor of alcohol, police said. Not surprised. Uh, no one residing in the home said that they knew the man and don't know how he got in. man told police he lived in the home with his girlfriend. <laughs> he continued to maintain he was in his own residence after Officer Toldman. He was in Chippewa Falls, not in St. Paul, which was 90 miles away. <laughs> Man's facing charges of burglary. I don't know how. To a dwelling and criminal trespass. You'd think he'd just get breaking and entering. Yeah. He was ordered not to possess or consume alcohol till his trial date. I just wanted a bath. God. What's your guy's problem? <laughs> it seems like something I would have done in my early 20s. Yeah. Either. What? I just want a bath. bath. God. Kind of be like, Why are you so tight? Kind of like my Napoleon house. Dynamite yeah. there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> this is my house. Eat your ham, Tina, you fat lard. So I did find out who the guy is. Um, if you go on his YouTube page, he's got all these documentaries. Peter Santanello. Santanello. So and the uh, the episode that I was talking, he goes and does everything. He's done Weekend with Amish Farmer. Um, but the one that I was talking about is at U.S.-Mexican border with Texas Sheriff. Um, but what I wanted to say is that there were two parts where I was like, because, you know, we're not. We don't, we don't live down there, so we don't know exactly, and that's why he used this as like a for them to the people that live down there to help us understand what that you know. Is yeah, like. I don't. And I don't, unless you, if all you do is listen to mainstream news, you don't know what's really going right. on down there. And he did the the Texas sheriff says they want to build this wall, and he goes, "If you want me to be build honest with wall. you, if he says if you want me to be honest with you, I would like if I would." I would be happy if the wall was built. I'm just not happy about where the wall was being built or is being built right now. Or he said the reason why is because they're um, building it on the U.S. side, and that is going to block anything from the Rio Grande. And he goes, you don't understand how many river raft companies yeah. that's going to hurt in the U.S. because – so he was talking so about that. So is the that. Rio Grande going to be like international waters? See, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> But then he also said, if you think about it, he was like talking about how all these drugs are making its way up here. He goes, you have to remember, back during the Prohibition days, 
people from the U.S. were getting their whiskey from Mexico. Nah. Yeah, that's he, well, they were getting plenty from Canada. That's why Canadian whiskey yeah. is so popular. But then he was also talking at least about around it. us. I mean, I was watching documentaries where people were putting down boards yep. across ice packs to drive their Model Ts full of just like guys like me and you just going up to Canada and filling up the back of the vehicle with cases of whiskey and driving them back, selling half of it for a pretty yeah. profit. And then, but so many of them went through the ice. Driving over the Great Lakes. Well, I, I went down at one. But bit. anyway, okay, prohibition. People yeah, so, were getting from Mexico. So, so yeah, they they were trying to get then like you know especially like from the southern states they were trying to get their um their tequila. Yeah, and like the just the whiskey and stuff too as well. But he I said, grow my own agave plants. <laughs> but he was talking about how he says think about it. He's like this has been a continuing thing that has been going on nonstop and it's never going to stop. There's no way that we're ever going to be able to stop anything that comes through the border or nothing that's banned ever works. No. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just yeah. Oh, uh, and I moved to Mexico because there's no state tax. Or if you get a chance, tax. go on YouTube and uh the bar stool, I think it was, went and did an interview with Jake Plummer at his mushroom farm. I have a field full of agave plants where <laughs> I, I have a still and I make my own tequila and aloe vera. <laughs> yeah. And the, the nectar from an agave plant is a great sweetener if you ever bake, you know, baked goods. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I put it in my empanadas. <laughs> right. I heard Jesse Ventura might run for president if he can get uh um who the fuck was gonna run with him? Uh the radio guy from uh New York City. Howard Stern? Howard Stern. He wanted him to be his vice presidential candidate because when he ran for governor and when he ran for office, he never took money from lobbyists or special interest groups. So more or less no donors. So, so he's like, the only way to raise enough money is to get somebody who's as famous as you or way more famous. And good on the mic. But, yeah, like a wrestling <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, he only took $50 increment donations from individuals. So the only way to get enough money, like $100 million to run a campaign is to get 25 million people to donate $50 or 50 million people to donate $50. So the only way to do that is get somebody like Howard Stern to promote it. Be like, I'm the vice president. This is my president, Jesse, the body Ventura. And if you all just donate $50 to the campaign, we can make sure that special interest groups and lobbies aren't, don't control your presidential candidates. He could possibly get 50 million people to uh donate 50 bucks joe right, rogan yeah. would be the big one if yes. he could endorse i mean if if he gets 100 million listeners if uh if Think about rogan the, the endorsed, influence yeah the influence that he could have but howard stern's a dickhead he is. what he should do is get an endorsement from rogan and have tulsi gabbard be the running mate or the pre be the running mate at first, and then Tulsa Gabbard should actually be our president because she knows what the fuck's up. Yes, she does. She, but yeah, she tried running as a Republican. Republicans said she was too uh, left leaning. She tried running as a Democratic. 
candidate and the Democrat says that's she was too right leaning. That's that girl. It's like that's, she's a fucking centrist. That's that girl that's she's like smoking hot too, right? Oh my god. That's yeah. her, okay. From Hawaii. Yes. She was so she checks all the boxes. The Democrats should have ran with her being the candidate because here's every Democrat's thing. I need you I want you to be a woman. Okay. Check. Vagina. Got it. Uh minority. Hawaiian, Samoan, got it. Uh, Army veteran or Marines veteran. She's a fucking served our country. Fucking stellar to go on the uh, resume. What was the other thing? Uh, Pro gay marriage, pro fucking cannabis legalization. What the fuck more do you need? She checks every single box you want for a Democratic candidate, but. She leans. She says that everybody should have the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment, and you're like, ah, oh, she's obviously a right wing nut. They usually it's like you stupid them, fucking cunts. They usually call them cent or what do they call them? centrists? Cent- yeah, yeah. Because uh, they they're in the middle between Republican. They're, they're not moderate. Yeah, yeah. Which is what everybody should be. Yes. Like take everything into consideration from all aspects and try and actually discuss something down to its roots and be like, yeah, I understand. Like a, I'm not gonna mention it. Any issue is not black and white. There's fucking so much gray area that people have to both concede and get what they want at the same time. Be like, well, this is what I really need. I understand if something needs to impede that a little bit, but I'm not gonna fucking give up the right entirely. Right. Checks and balances. Anyway, Tulsi Gabbard for president. That's all our bad news. That's all our bad news. I want to hear it again. Just press the button. Okay. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Bad news is we're nearing the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> let's open these cards. Well, we, we got, got the cards. We got comedian cards. of the week then, too. Um, well, let's open these cards quick then. And okay. Go through them quick. I'm going to open mine first. The gum is on the front-facing card. I don't like that. And who is it? Ugh. For a second, I thought it said Daryl Strawberry, but it says... Well, we already had a Daryl Strawberry. I know, but it's not. It's another Daryl. My other brother, Daryl. For you Bob Newhart fans out there. Daryl Porter, catcher of the Texas Rangers, who's got a fucking set of glasses on him that are thick rim black glasses. Look at those. Nice. Holy shit, those are worse than... Wild thing, Ricky Vaughn. I'm setting that aside. I'm going to take a picture of it. Check out our social media for that. <gasps> I got a good one. I got a good one right off the bat. Hall of Famer. And it's even his Red Sox, which he's not known for being a Red Sox, but this was the end of his career. Hall of Fame pitcher Tom Seaver. Oh, yep. That's a good one. Next card. Holy fist fucking Sally. Another one? Again, on a team towards the end of his career, but Hall of Famer for the Angels, Reggie Jackson. Shit. I'm going <laughs> to be eating this bitch. You're going to be eating that gum. We got an Astros leaders card, with, with which what looks like the manager who just got done at a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how they were back then. Like, look, look at right. sorta. For the Braves, Ken... Oberk fell, nobody knows. For the Expos, Mike Fitzgerald, nobody knows. Did you know that the Washington Nationals, they brought the, they uh, had uh, a couple weeks ago, they wore the Expos, 
but they were the Washington Expos. Nah, fuck that. For the Royals, Charlie Librant, pitcher. He <laughs> wasn't really Librant. Mike Lavieri for the Cardinals. Nobody knows you. Bob James for the White Sox. Nobody knows you. <laughs> I'm Bob James, bitch. I'm <laughs> I'm Bob James, and after my baseball career, I started selling carpets. Yep. I made more money. Pedro Guerrero from the Dodgers. Okay. Dane Iorg. His last name is I-O-R-G. Iorg. Iorg. Did he help Frankenstein monster? Yeah, might might have. Angels. Devin White. Rangers, Tom Pakiorek. Holy fuck. A turn back the clock card from 1972. Roberto Clemente. That's a pretty cool card. So I know that they were talking about these turn back the clock ones. If they were actually perfectly centered, that they're actually worth a lot of money. They just thought they, um, I saw it on that old or that junk, junk wax sale. Well, I'm going to set that aside for yeah. safe keepings because that's a good-looking card. I got a Royals leaders card, which is that George Brett? I would assume that would probably be George Brett because back in... Let me see. No, he wasn't on the team. Uh, he, he led the team in batting average. That's it. That's the only leading batting category. Otherwise, it was... Willie Wilson and Steve Balboni. <laughs> Balboni. Remember Balboni? Yep. All right. For the Padres, Eric Show, pitcher. Nobody knows. Jeff Robinson from the Giants. Nobody knows. And that's it. That's it? All right. Well, you have a pretty good one there. I got three really good ones. All right. Well, I might as well just face the facts. I mean, Tom Tom Bruneski. Bruneski from, uh, yeah, look at the gum. See, stuck to it. <laughs> All right. Um, Dwight Evans, which, uh, yeah, but from the Red Sox. Mike Diaz from the Pirates. Nick Asaski from the Reds. Another George Bamberger from the managers of the Brewers. Carl Best of the Mariners. Randy St. Clair of the Expos. Juan Augusto from the Twins. Dwight Gooden. Hey! Another Gooden. Uh, Mia Khalifa's dad, Sammy Khalifa. <laughs> You don't know who Mia Khalifa is. You're not male. You no. Know, uh, Chico Walker. Johnny Ray from the Pirates. Tommy John. Hey. Not the Tommy John. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Well, hang they, on to that They one. named uh, the, a surgery after the him. surgery after him. Floyd Rayford. Willie Wilson. What didn't you know? You were just talking about Willie Wilson? There he is. I'll From, be damned. And the leaders. Oh, yeah, he was on my leaders yep. card. Dave Bergman and Bill Campbell. So it looks like I will have to be taking. This this gum looks pretty good that I got. There's no stains on it no. whatsoever. Sorry I'll let I you take have that one? it. Okay, let me go and grab this, that. This looks pretty preserved from 1987. It's probably still a bit chalky. Ooh, I wouldn't actually mind taking that whole thing on Yeah, this. oh, don't say that in the mic. <laughs> I wouldn't mind taking this whole thing on in my mouth. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, actually. Ugh. Gross. No. Yep. It still tastes like 1987. Spit it in the fucking trash can over there. If somebody ever said what they wanted to know what our great-grandmother tasted like. Ugh. Throw that away immediately in the trash can. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to take a Snapchat of this dude with the glasses and say, Wild Thing ain't got shit on this dude. 
try and put that on the social medias too. So yeah, your losing streak is over. You were uh, huzzah. Still looking for that elusive cards. The they probably have them on the bottom of them. Barry Bonds and the Bo Jacksons. We already got the Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire, Roger Clemens are probably the best cards we got so far. This Roberto Clemente is pretty nice. Reggie Jackson and Tom Seaver, not bad. You know, I'm looking at this Dwight <clears throat> Gooden one, and this Dwight Gooden one is pretty well cut. They always say that that's like another thing you have to look at is the way that they cut these cards. Well, all the cards that we've gotten so far have been well cut. The way that I, I mean, they're crisp, they're straight, they're not bent. I mean, for these cards being, was it 35 years old? Yeah, they're in pretty fucking good condition. Yeah. That's why we should take out the best ones and take them to a card shop and see what we can get for them. Let's go to a card show. That too. Just do a trade, be like, hey, can we get, uh, can we trade some, they actually trade said, some cards for some old unopened packs or unopened boxes. So I don't know if you saw this or not, but NBA 2K23 that's coming out is actually the Jordan edition, and it's the first time Jordan will actually be on a video game again for uh, I can't even know exactly how long he has because there was always that thing. NBA that, Jam was when he, he was just Pippen and um, Horace Grant. Horace Grant. But and he, you could switch in Bill Cartwright and – Armstrong, BJ Armstrong. The only game that had Michael Jordan in was when it was Bird versus Jordan. Yeah, Jordan versus Bird. Yep. The double dribble knockoff. But this one is considered the Michael Jordan edition. So, yeah. It'll be the first time I that they've ever had for as long as I can remember. I'm sure he was probably on double dribble. Double dribble. Double dribble. Uh, I always played with... Uh, Los Angeles? No, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Dominique, Dominique Wilkins. Wilkins. He's my favorite. Spud Webb. Oh, yeah. He was Spud Webb from downtown. Yes. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, after <clears throat> we have our cards now and I've uh, eaten death, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Bubbler, for making sure that I still live after that. Thanks for Tito's to mix with my Bubbler. So, it tastes great. And um, less filling. So, now we're going to get to our good old comedian of the week. As you know, last week we had for Big Daddy, Giannis Papas. He just had his uh, special out on, it's free on YouTube, so go find it. It was actually filmed in uh, Madison's Comedy on State. So when That's I, the one that you went to. Yeah. I, after they remodeled it, I went and saw Dan Soder down there. It's a great comedy club. Uh, comedians uh, love the people that own it, that treat them well. So, Giannis Papas did his. So, if you haven't listened to it yet he's got a great bit on uh marriage and his honeymoon and going to a resort in mexico it's literally it's one of the funnier new bits i've heard in a special so check that out go listen to the full special it's free on youtube i think it's called mom love by Giannis Papas. it's why yeah i believe that's what it was yeah y-i-a-n-n-i-s Papas is p-a-p-s like you'd think He's Greek. He's funny. But this week, who do we got? Uh, we have, which I, I'm going to go, he's uh, an actor too as well, but um, I always, he's, I don't know, sometimes when he, he talks. He started out in stand-up and his most famous role, I think, is Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> I, I watched that religiously too as well, and, and that was always a great show. I think I've seen every episode. So Aziz, Aziz Ansari. 
So uh, this was from his comedy special. It was just on, uh, it was only a CD only, you know, whatever, through audio. Uh, the Intimate Moments for a Sensual Evening. Um, Which is hilarious considering he tried having some sensual moments and yeah, got, you to say got a me too'd for it. <laughs> yeah. So I, we were talking before the show. He got me too'd by a chick who pressured him to go home with him, sucked his dick, and then he ate her pussy. And then she, the next morning she's like, I shouldn't have done that. And then claimed it was some sort of sexual assault. Yep. Yeah, fuck that bitch. She was a sack chaser of fame, mm-hmm. and he, like, he was just any guy being like, okay, I guess. Because when you listen to him, like, as an actual person, he's very timid. So for him to get fucking canceled is horseshit. Yep. But I saw his latest stand-up special that made me pissed off because he fucking bowed down to all these bowed down to it now. cocksuckers who... It's like, hey, there's nuance and everything. Uh, some people like to get choked while they're fucked, you know. That's how they. Are you gonna? Ha- that's how they have their orgasm. <laughs> yeah. It turns out. Well, I know. I know. Turned, how, I know how they feel. <laughs> it turns out that a foot cock will not save you, but a good strong hands around the neck will. They say sides don't matter, unless it's your hands around my neck. <laughs> So, yeah, so this is um him. He had, like, a lot of them. Uh, he was talking, uh, but this one was about where he ended up uh, going to an R. Kelly concert. Um, and as you know what, everything that happened with R. Kelly. <laughs> He's still trapped in the closet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, here it is. Ozzy, I'm it- sorry. I think my favorite musician that I've ever met was uh, R. Kelly, I think. And um, in case you're not familiar, R. Kelly is a brilliant R&B singer slash crazy person. (laughs) Like, they did an interview with him on BET, right? And the guy doing the interview was probably a guy like me, you know? Huge fan of R. Kelly and his music and hopes he really is innocent of those terrible things he's accused of. So, first question, the guy goes, now, Robert, are you attracted to teenage girls? And R. Kelly, you know, if you're R. Kelly, that's easy, right? All you gotta do is be like, no, not at all, no! That's all you gotta do, right? That's all you gotta do! That is not what R. Kelly does. R. Kelly goes, define teenage. <laughs> Literally the worst answer. The only worst answer would have been he went, huh, yeah. <laughs> so that's the person we're dealing with. So I go to his concert with my friend Jason. We get there, show sold out. People are psyched for R. Kelly. Jason looks over at me and goes, hey, Aziz, me and you are the only two white people at this concert. And I was like, first of all, Jason, I'm not white. Second of all, you're the only white guy at this concert. We might kill you, Jason. So the concert starts, and it's incredible. R. Kelly is the best showman. Like, he has his part in the show where he has sex with an invisible woman. You can see the sound effects. So it's like taking off her blouse. And then when he does the, a spotlight shoots out of his cock and goes over the whole audience like he's coming on the whole crowd. And then a spotlight hits a screen and the screen explodes. And I was like, whoa, you are not going to see shit like that at a Modest Mouse concert. Wow. And then, like, there's all this other weird stuff. Like, at one point, he leaves the stage, right? And they cut to a video of him playing basketball with his friends. Lasts about four minutes. 
comes back on stage, goes to the next song, doesn't address why I showed that video. You can't do shit like that. I can't leave the stage, show you some video of me playing foosball with my buddies, and then come back and be like, man, iPhones are crazy. You'd be like, yo, man, what's up with that video you showed? You gotta explain that shit. That was weird. Then, you know, we go backstage and meet him at the end of the show. He's very nice. He's like, hey, you guys should come to this after party we're doing. And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. And so we go to this nightclub. And uh, once again, Jason and I are the only two white people there. And <laughs> when people know R. Kelly's at a nightclub, they lose their shit. And then he took the stage and people went nuts. And he started doing that song. It's like, I'm in love with a stripper. And... He's doing the song, and at one point, this woman just jumps on stage and starts giving him a lap dance. She finishes the lap dance, and R. Kelly goes, Who can top that shit? 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 Second woman comes on stage, gives him an even crazier lap dance. And R. Kelly goes, Who can top that shit? Who can top that shit? Who can top that shit? Third woman comes on stage with humongous breasts, whips him out, slaps the first three rows, grabs R. Kelly's head, and just goes, And then R. Kelly pops out his head and goes, Whoa, ain't nobody gonna top that shit. I'm out. And he leaves. And I was like, Whoa, what a performance. But my favorite, my absolute favorite part of the R. Kelly show was like 20 minutes in, he stops everything. And he starts talking to the crowd. And what's great about that is that R. Kelly does not talk like you and I talk. He talks like R. Kelly talks. So it goes like this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know the name of this building, but the people that run this building, they said Robert. Uh, they said Robert. Uh, they said Robert. You've been only doing your show for 20 minutes and it's already getting too freaky tonight. They said Robert. They said, motherfucking Robert, there will be no touching of yourself in this area tonight. Do you want to know what I told him? I said, L.A., do you want to know what I told him? I said, L.A., do you want to know what I said to these people when they said that to me? Do you want to know what I told him? I said, I'm a grown ass man. And I can do whatever the fuck I want tonight. LA, can I do my show? And everyone's like, fuck yeah, I don't know what this is. And that was the greatest concert I've ever seen. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, he doesn't have that energy anymore on stage because he's been fucking beaten down. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole special was fucking dynamite. I remember listening to that years ago. And being you like, even talked about the Kanye West experience <clears throat> that oh, he had. Oh, yeah, where he's, <laughs> yeah, Conway's listening to, Conway, Kanye's listening to his own shit in his house and be like, this fuck slaps, man. Yeah. He, like, he was talking about how, uh, <laughs> what if I went into my, <laughs> or no, that wasn't uh, Aziz that went through on the, um, it was Hannibal Burris who did a bit where uh, he referenced one of his old jokes. He's like, what if you came over to my house and, and I was listening to one of my old comedy CDs? I'd be like, yeah, that's a fucking 
Well, no, Anzis said that too because he said that uh, he was invited after the after his show or after Kanye's or whatever. Um, he invited him for to an the after party, and he was like bar. one of the only guys there. No, no. Well, and he for the after bar, Kanye in a room by himself, so, listening to his own music. Well, he said that also the, right before that they were at the bar. And he goes, you know, you're so baller because he said it was him, Jay-Z, and a bunch of other ones. And he goes, Jay-Z, who has his own vodka company, was sitting yeah. there drinking. And he goes, think about it. I'm getting rich right now because yeah. <laughs> I'm buying my own. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, pretty good. Yeah, but Anziza, sorry. I mean, he's <laughs> Money he's, going back into my own pocket. <laughs> he, um, Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies, um, and especially uh, he probably famously known for Parks and Rec. Um, <laughs> and there was one where he's uh, in the Observe and Report, and he just... Him and um, uh, Seth Rogen kept, fuck you, Ronnie. Oh, observing. I, I thought you. Observing report, yeah. For a second, I thought you were mentioning uh, Chris Jericho's little oh, no. web series. No. What was that called? Uh, I thought that nothing was called, to report. Nothing to report. Not observing yeah. report. Okay. Go check out that web series on Comedy Central's website, uh, which Chris Jericho and some other dude. There's like six 10-minute episodes, and they're funny as fuck. Yep. Like, I was surprised how funny they are. They're like 10 years old, though, now, so. All righty. Um, well, see someone fireman picnic was this year. Yep. Last, yesterday. Yesterday. I went for a minute, uh, put in some money for the bucket raffles. Didn't win shit. Didn't win nothing. Fantasy football is coming up. I'm. Yep. Do you want to be in a? I'm already in one. I, I always like just to be in one. I yeah. think always there's too much. Well, now I'm in two. One's 100, one's 80. <laughs> Vibes just had their <clears throat> draft uh, on Friday. I would never. Mine's Labor Day weekend, so. Anyway, Labor Day weekend is coming up, yeah. In, in anything earlier than that to do the draft is too sketchy unless it's a cheap draft. Because when you draft guys and they get hurt the first week or preseason – Nothing sucks worse than a guy getting hurt in preseason. Right. The day after you just drafted. Fuck all that. So I'm glad I only I only like to do them Labor Day or like the week before Labor Day. When I handed in also those football mania cards today to my sister, so those are all So good luck to you on Shit, that. I don't know where I put mine. It's, but it's, my name it, and everything's on it, right? Yeah. You just have to you I'll just, just wait till my name's called and I win. It's around here somewhere. But either way, yeah, if you win something, they'll mail a check to you. That's the best one. You Money comes in and you have no idea where it's from or what. Yeah. I've had that happen like two or three times in my whole life. One time I got a $500 gift card from Skoll when I signed up for their- $500 gift card from Skoll? A like, visa, like a visa, a visa cash gift? card. Oh, here i thought it was maybe like could you imagine if it was a oh, skull gee, it's only good for skull <laughs> be like dude your freezer's got to be full of skull hey dad look at none of that pussy skull shit <laughs> skull's good it's tasty i don't know i don't know what makes people brand loyal like copenhagen's good skull's good fucking grizzly's good i haven't chewed in a long time actually no i noticed that um and it's not like i've tried it's just i haven't done it I've been trying to get rid of these. I've had them for like eight months. One of our friend's mothers worked at like a gas station or a, a smoke shop that had those just nicotine packs, the ones you snooze. Yep. I She gave me two boxes of them, and there was like 10 packs in each box, and there's Holy fucking shit. 20 packets in each pack. So I had like 
I've been giving them away at work to my other buddies that I work with. And I still, now I just found two unopened packs. So I still got two unopened packs of those. Maybe I should go to the gas station after this and get some actual chew. I haven't chewed in like a month. You probably might end up with a big, huge buzz. I know that I'm chasing that dragon. <laughs> I remember one time I didn't chew for like a year and a half. Yeah. Just, I didn't, I just didn't. It was like, it's not like I was trying to stop or anything. It just so happened that I'm like, huh, I don't think I've chewed for like over a year. Like, cause I remember usually when I chew is hunting season and ice fishing season. And when I was working in Madison, I missed hunting altogether cause I was working so many hours for Xerox down there. And then that year for ice fishing wasn't good ice. So I only got to go ice fishing like once with my dad and I didn't chew in front of my dad back then. So I'm like, holy shit, I haven't chewed since like a year ago hunting season, which was like a over a year and three quarters. And that first dip I took from somebody, which was long cut, not a pouch, which I usually chew, I took a big old fucking dip of Grizzly Wintergreen, and like within three minutes, I got lightheaded and I almost fell over. I'm like, this is awesome. I've been chasing that dragon ever since. So... Maybe some abstinence of chewing for a while will give me a big, huge buzz. Like, if you don't jerk off for four weeks, and then you finally do, and you paint the garage! <laughs> <laughs> and you paint the garage! That's some of that Kama Sutras stuff I heard about. Um, What else you got? I can't wait for football oh. season. It's just, yeah, we're going to have to do these on Friday nights, yeah. which means we'll probably get more fucked up. But you got wedding season right now. Yeah, but I mean, it's actually going to be slowing down somewhat coming up. Uh, so I have the other thing. That, like, so like next week, next week Friday and Saturday weddings. Well, and, I'm on call next week. Um, so but it, then, um, um, oh wait, that's crap! I totally forgot about that. A buddy of mine just texted me asked if I went to the Bronco game. That's right, the Broncos are playing playoffs. Hortonville. Oh, in Hortonville. In, though. In it's Hortonville. not like we could have made it. Yeah. They actually had a pep rally. Yeah, at I the, saw that. They were tailgating. Tailgating, brats and burgers and shit. But I know, yeah, my sister lives in Hortonville, so I've gone by that uh, sports complex and yep. I've been under construction all summer. So it's still not done, so a lot of the bench seating isn't Well, available. the reason why they decided to have it there is so um, they found um, it, it can't be at a neutral the field, field. The field itself is really nice. Yeah. Though. So the field itself, or they can't have it at a neutral field so because it's playoffs. So what would have had to have happened is either Hortonville's field needed to be ready or the game would have been played in Bondwell. Mm-hmm. So Who are Hort- they playing? Hortonville Stars. So why is it in Hortonville and not in Bondwell? Because Hortonville had a better record than mm-hmm. Bondwell. And Wapaka, which is the number one seed, is playing Pulaski today. And those, these are the four teams that are left. In the good old Dairyland baseball game. That would be actually awesome. Next Sunday, if let's say the Broncos win today while Pat, or, and Pulaski wins, Bondwell would be home team for the championship. That would be cool. Pulaski against Bondwell? Oh, my God. That would be great. Right? Me and you should get together and pool together like 100 bucks to repair that fucking jukebox because they tried playing it when we were doing, having the corner, um, corner, or a steak night at so Lions Club. Last week... After the game, uh, last week when I went to the game, uh, uh, one of the ladies who is part of it, she can she then came up to me and she goes, you know, if you'd like to, whatever, you know, that'd be 
you know, it's up to you. Just I, I was know. looking at, uh, I just need to get, I should have looked at it. Should have took a picture of it. The only thing that they need to do is they got to actually break the lock that's in the front because there was never a key. Cutters. Yeah. There's never, there was never a key that came with it. And that's how you drop down the bottom of the stair or the, yeah. where the speakers are. And I've seen the insides and I watched a bunch of YouTube videos so we could clean it up are pretty those, good. Are those 12 or 15 inch speakers that would go in there? I think they're like four eight inch. Oh, they're four eight. Okay. Um, yeah, they're not like car speakers or anything, but we could we could just op- go up there, open it up, see what we need to replace. I mean, even if what if the wires are just sort of the connections are could sort of fucky, well we could play a song and play around with the wire and just see if the wire is and just resolder the wires or re uh, crimp them or something. Um. But if the speakers are blown out, which it did sound like it was pretty distorted, we could just replace them. But yeah, we should uh, do a little you, donation from the live from the seven one five. Yep. And then we'll. <gasps> the other merch idea I had. Now that I'm thinking about it, we could just make some stickers and slap our sticker on the side. And we could do that on everything, dude. Let's go around town and slap it kinda on all like the how jukeboxes. They do with, kinda like how they do with the biohazard stickers. I don't know what you mean, but we should get live from the 715. I know that, but I'm saying, you know, back and then. Slap them on every gambling machine, every fucking ATM, every jukebox. They did the same thing with the Mr. Yuck stickers then, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to be live from the 715. And it's going to be me and you. And with our arms full of fast. And we're going to say, listen to us. I also ordered something from uh, Amazon that's coming in that I want you. It's going to be a taste test, and you're going to have to taste them and tell me what you think. I almost bought those wrap snacks. <laughs> wrap gonna, snacks? What yeah. the fuck are those? <laughs> like, they're stupid fucking chips that they sell in the hood, and it's like Notorious B.I.G. fucking onion rings or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or Migos Hot, flaming Hot Fritos or whatever. Oh, so they... Okay. They're called... Ra- the brand is called Wrap Snacks, though, but they're stupid expensive for little bags of... It's like Little Wayne's, you know, chili con queso. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to find out right now from him how... Uh, Cardi B's cheesy bacon sour cream. I'm trying to find out how... Because he would know exactly how Pulaski is doing right now. It's from our buddy Greg. Oh, Olson. Oh, so Pulaski... I mean... Pulaski... Oh, well. Whatever. Hey, business. I mean, yeah, he's Olson got oil. oil. Olson Oil. Yeah, our, our fucking show today is sponsored by Olson Oil. With the Pulaski. winter coming along and you you need propane heated up in your... Uh, At a fair price. Make sure you go and call Olson Oil. Olson Oil, oil for your 715 Uh Pulaski lost five, six to nothing? Five nothing. So Pulaski lost. <laughs> Against the Lakeman? Yep. Wapaka. Understandable. They got a big pool of fucking players to they don't have those corn fed studs everywhere yeah they don't. We do so i'm gonna <clears> go right now before we get done with the show here i'm gonna just look on the bundle broncos and see if maybe they posted and no they have not so all right so for september our supper club is going to be torchlight yes and there's no fucking strip club in shano anymore or even close like at the res we could have gone to white tails <laughs> So every time I was to... talking about buying the morgue, burning it to the ground like the branding iron, and <clears throat> rebuilding it in all of its glory. To the branding iron again, or the morgue, like the morgue? 
I I could call it the branding iron, but it's going to be a fucking strip club. You and it's not town the, of Bondwell, it's town of Heartland. Yeah, but you would need the okay from the town of Heartland as well. Yeah, that's fine. I'll grease them wheels, motherfucker. Is that, is I that, gotta find. That's why I was asking people who's on the town of Heartland uh, board, so I can grease them wheels and be like, "Come on, this is out on the outskirts. It's by nobody. It's not. Bo- it's not like the neighbors are gonna get upset. It, it, you know, everything's above board. Why? How? Why would they turn me down? You fucking Puritans." Well, I, I, you always think to yourself, you know, maybe if they're younger ones, the, you know, the older ones would be like, oh, wait, oh for wait sure, down. because it's just a, but, but then the I, same I would just go to that meeting and be like, okay, you understand that strip clubs are legal and they exist, right? Well, why wouldn't you want the tax money from it? It's not in anybody's neighborhood. It's out in the middle of nowhere for the most part. <laughs> Most part, yeah. Well, as far as your closest neighbor, right? Um, it's not like in a bu- It's not nowhere near a school or a church. It's right on the highway, so it could be patrolled by uh, police if that's any aspect of you. I just thought if about you this. just don't like something, that's not enough a reason for you to cancel it. I just thought about this. So you know, you have to cross that <clears throat> well, that little creek bridge. Then on yeah. forty seven, like when you're going out of Slap City. Yep. And then right there on the left-hand side, all that land. The, the and that, quarry? No, after the quarry. Oh, okay. So you're going past the quarry because then the left is where the branding iron and the, the morgue, morgue used to be. Yep. But if you go past, there's that little crick bridge. Yep. Then you go, and then to the left, that's all Amish, and they built those houses. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine all the Amish boys sitting outside the uh, strip club at night? <laughs> like, they usually do not. <laughs> They're a cash society, too, boy. Don't be surprised if Jebediah, Ezekiel, and... Uh, hey, man, I will cater to those Mennonite motherfuckers. I'll make them t-shirts. I'll, oh, dude, I'll come up with something. I'll be like, uh, oh, what the fuck could I come up with? I'll be your horse and buggy. I don't know. I could come up with something, though, for a t-shirt idea for the Mennonites. Are they even Mennonites or are they Amish? Straight up Amish. Um, I want to say I think they are Amish. Come on, baby, I'll light your fire. Um, anyway, that place is about to fall down anyway, so you should be able to get it dirt fucking cheap. Right. Um, <clears throat> the housing market's collapsing, by the way. So I hope somebody buys uh, Wayne's right now and then fails, and then in a few years I'll buy it. But otherwise, I know enough fucking girls who dance now. And who have friends who dance that, and it's right on the intersection of two major highways that they would travel from Appleton and Bond or uh, Green Bay to get to to dance, especially on weekends like uh, during the summer. Or are you kidding me? Hunting opening fucking hunting weekend or during the week of hunting, you would make fucking your whole bankroll for the year. Easily. Around here? Because look how many people go to fucking Pulsifer for bullpen when it's only opening week and it's, I mean, card tables and a fucking corner where, what if you had an actual fucking strip club, charge six bucks a beer and... What would you call it? What would I call it? See, now it's in Slap City. Would you have put the Slap City name in it? No, just out of respect for the city. I know they they're all Puritans and they don't want 
I would call it Cream City. No. <laughs> You'd call it Creamsicle? Cream City. No, what would I Cream call City it? Cream City is more. I tell you what, why don't you uh, comment or email us at live from 715 at No, Gmail. what we could do is a poll. We'll do a poll on this podcast on Spotify. We'll come up with a couple names. Yes. And you choose, you the listener, choose who you think. I will put the name should my, be. My head for one of or one of the names, Night Moves. Remember the one that used to be on 29? Oh, yeah. We yep. were talking about that on the way out to Wisconsin yep. Rapids. We call it the Morgue again, but I don't think anybody's going to call to a strip club called the Morgue. Call it the Branding Iron again. That wouldn't be too bad. We could call it Big Daddy's. Hustle and flow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we. I'll come. What up is with, Slap City? Well, what are they known for? Like, well, back in the day, there's the we could call it the quarry. That actually right isn't across bad. the street from a quarry. Could you imagine how many guys when they get done working in the concrete quarry, they just? Yes, I do, and that's why. I'd be like happy hour from whenever you get off till seven p.m. If you work at the quarry. Look so if that. you come in with a neon green shirt, you get half price drinks. <laughs> you strength. come in with a neon green shirt. <laughs> There's a guy that has a neon green shirt, but it's for like yeah. <laughs> lawn services. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Owens Corning. Yeah. But you know what I'd do? I'd do the same thing that Venus does, and the cover charge would be going back to charity like to. Is that what they do? Yeah. That's actually the really five, cool. That's why it's only five bucks. Yep. The cover charge at Venus, but they'll hold raffles when there's a cause going on or a, but otherwise they just hold on to that cover money to donate to charity. And that's why the city doesn't give them any shit because they contribute. Is it for the blind? I mean, <laughs> I'm just the, saying <laughs> when those patrons come in, they have to use their hands to yep, feel. It's like Braille. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, I should fake being blind and go to strip club next time, wear some aviator mirror glasses and just be like, I'm sorry, I can't see it. And then they're going to look oh like... Oh my, you're very well endowed. Yeah, and they're going to be like, this is the fifth time this happened this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, how do you make it to the bathroom without a stick? <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, we'll come up with the poll. We'll, we'll put uh, yeah, we'll, four we'll or put five like names. Four or five names and... You, the listener, you we'll vote. keep it up for 90 days. If we, we'll, we'll leave it up for as long as we can. Yes. Because I'm actually not opposed to trying to do this for real. Like, buy the property for dirt. It's got to be dirt cheap. Uh, the rebuilding, is it's going to cost a half a million dollars is the problem. Easily. But if I sold my house, I could get 20%. But you first want to go through the board to make sure that they would they would okay it before you would go and buy the property because oh, what else would sure. you do for it? Exactly. And but the arguments I would make is, <laughs> hey, you know, strip clubs exist, right? They're in many places. Um, it's not illegal. I would make sure no extra illegal things go on at wink, wink, nudge, judge. Um, <laughs> I would make sure it's a safe environment. All you have and, to do is say uh, this. Do you know that fentanyl comes in through this town so many times, but you don't know about it? But at least I, you would know what I would be doing? Yeah. Bam. I'll, I'll keep everything above board if you want to check my books anytime. And guess what? You get the fucking tax money from me, stupid. So take the deal. 
all you Puritans. I think that's a great Not idea. like half you on the board aren't going to show up there anyway. What if I offer you free lap dance? Well, I think that's probably what they're worried Jody, about. Jody, get over there. <laughs> I think that's what they were probably worried about. Oh, the wives, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Most guys vote based on what their wife would think. So it's like, go fuck yourself. I'm sorry your needle dick doesn't get enough blows. <laughs> Come to the club. I'll make sure you're Your needle dick does not get enough likes. So, yeah, we'll put up a poll. We'll figure out some shit for next week. I'm going to finish this Tito's and Bubbler, just like Roger Clemens instructed me to do. Anything else, bud? I don't have anything. I'm trying to think. Uh, Badgers, they play next Saturday, don't they? Is that regular season? Yeah, it, it starts. Next. Holy fuck! Yep. Fall is upon us. It is. I've got to start baiting bear already. i got to start getting my pumpkin spice lattes ready. i got to start baiting myself. Um... <laughs> I got a bear tag, so I got to get one this year because you only get one every couple of years. So I was years. talking to actually one of the, well, my brother. He's still waiting. It's been a year, and he's still waiting. I thought for he got his, one. He did, but he's still waiting. Well, for yeah, it to get mean, back. He's still waiting to get back a, a year later from the taxidermy. Oh well, that's no big surprise. They said that if I get one, like I want a one. Year be, they're a year behind, so you factor in. If well, you went, okay, figure all the parts that uh, everybody was waiting on during the pandemic. Yep, taxidermy parts are probably at the bottom of the fucking barrel. Guaranteed. So yeah. that's why they're waiting for molds and eyes and you know everything else that goes into taxidermy. Yeah, I can imagine that'll be two years behind. Yep. But all I want, and I might do it myself if I have the time, is I just want to tan the hide and make the hide into a blanket. I'll cut oh, okay. the head off, cut the paws off, and just make a big black bear blanket. There's a fucking bear down in the woods. We got pictures of it. That fucker. About 400? It's pushing five if, oh, shit. if I gave a accurate. It's bigger than I am. <laughs> it's, so it's well over 450. Could be five. That fucker's huge. And then I got a couple adolescent youngins, like two-year-olds, behind my parents' house. So I'm going to hopefully get one no matter what. But that big one would be nice. Yeah. And Would you get like a mount where it was actually coming out? Like, you know, they get like the shoulder mounts? I want. I just want the blanket. Just the blanket. Okay. I'm much more, like, horns are nice. Like, I got a couple over there on the wall. Right. But I would much rather get a doe with good meat and turn the fur into, or turn the pelts into gloves or something. Get them tanned. Um, those will be the warmest gloves you ever wear. Kind of like, like what they <clears throat> have for, uh, like what uh, cowboy riders do. Like especially in the West, they get those those hide ones. Um, those what kind of hide is it? Those those uh, gloves. Like well, when they're cow, riding cowhide. The cowhide. Or buffalo, yep. like those big mitts. Because it helps because they don't rip whatever when they have the rope around. Oh, and... you're talking about bull riding and bronc yeah. riding. Yeah. yeah, those are just leather from a from a bull. They just tan the they tan the hide down to leather and then just do the raw leather stitching for a, for a gloves for a grip. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you see that kid in the Little League World Series in Wyoming? No. Uh, the kid was from Wyoming, and he took a pair of... Those gloves we're talking about, rancher's gloves, like work gloves, up to bat for batting gloves, and he he fucking hit a dinger right off the bat. (laughs) 
like when you're from Wyoming, but you still play Little League. And he fucking <laughs> he put on those rancher gloves and he fucking hit a dinger right off first pitch. I didn't even see that. Oh my god, it that's was, still going on yet, isn't it? I think so. It's yeah. always going on as long as there's no school. They're gonna make as much money off them kids as they can. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I saw that a number of times on Snapchat and Instagram stories. This, when you're from Wyoming and you step into the batter's box and you had these big fucking leather, uh, yellow leather rancher's gloves, he gripped up on the bat, first pitch, kabam, it's out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what a farm kid does, boy. Dutton Ranch out. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. I think Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. All right, well. Until next time, we'll uh, schedule our supper club and... We'll get in some antics until next show. All right. Bye-bye. Football's always around. You fans can stick it, brother!